yet again another episode of Sports Nonsense and Whiskey. I'm here with my guys, Pinky. What's going on, everyone? Zach. What up? We got a guest in the house. Pinky, you want to introduce the guest? Yeah, we got my boy Bill Perry in the house, or we just call him Billy. Either What's one going works. On? Yeah, either one works. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. How you doing tonight, sir? Doing all right. A little nervous. A little nervous here. Ah, first, be fine. Yeah. First, first time on on a podcast for me, so we, expectations got... should be low. Oh, you're good. He's got a little two finger. <laughs> He'll fit right in. It's the first no time worries. we've had a Wichita State shocker in the house. Yeah, that'll be that 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 will get discussed ever so slightly that's, a little bit later when we we get around. It's to one of the best fandom. logos out there. I think that's just awesome. It Solid logo. It is fun. That's about all they're gonna have solid for a little <laughs> while, probably, and we'll get there. But uh, fun times to come. Uh, December second, rolling into our episode here, we've got plenty to discuss, especially NFL related. Um, I do want to throw out before we get going with a whole lot else. Earl Spence fights this weekend, uh, coming back after a horrific car accident about a year ago that almost took his life. Uh, pretty insane that he's back. He said he's a hundred percent ready to go. So we'll uh, we'll have to see. He's how he uh, undefeated, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fighting Danny Garcia, it should be a, a decent decent opponent for him. He says he's going to come out and just blow him out of the water. That's what he wants to show everybody. He's back 100. percent And if that's true, I would love to finally get my fight with him and, and Crawford. And which division is he the title holder of? Like oh. WBC, IBF, or I I can never keep all of those. Which is WBO. why boxing doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, I still love watching it. Pugilists are amazing. It's a sweet art. I, it I'm, really is. I'm paying a little more attention since my daughter is boxing. You should. I so, mean, be a proactive dad. Her coach comes up and is like, hey, are you going to watch this fight? And I'm like, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some UFC fight, which he likes UFC because he did well, a couple yeah, UFC yeah, yeah, fights sure. too. So, But, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see if he is 100% because if he is, I would love to get my Bud Crawford, Earl Spence fight, which everybody says those are the two best possibly pound-for-pound pound fighters in the world right now. So we'll see. We'll see. But that, that, that would be something to pay attention to this weekend outside of uh, college football and the NFL. UFC fights on ESPN Plus fight night? You know, I, what I will say is uh, Dana White's doing a good job of starting to move away from superstars per se and trying to take more of an NFL model where he's promoting fights well enough that people are still coming to see it even if it isn't the big names. Well, the rosters now are just huge. I mean, we're talking you got to be in the top 15 to even have, like, a recognizable fight these days. I mean, back in the day growing up, it was like there was eight guys in a division, let alone 15 ranks, you know. Oh, I was watching highlights, actually, of USC 1 and 2 where it was one day. Right. 32 <laughs> dudes roll in, you know, Gracie, Ken Shamrock, the Anvil, all those crazy-ass dudes. style. Yeah, insane. And they're doing more than one fight. They're doing – I mean, I think Gracie had – Four to win UFC one, which is absurd to do four fights in one day. Granted, he's a grappler, so he can get away with things a little bit easier than everybody else could. And that might be why he was able to win because he didn't take the punishment that everybody else did. But sure. still, the at and that was there were no weight classes back then when nope. it first started. It was no, small no big barred, man. Oh dude, it was blood sport. It was awesome. It was crazy. It was the Kumite all over. <laughs> <laughs> what, anything else we got going on this weekend? I think uh, training camp started for basketball. It so did. We'll have some NBA to talk about soon. Uh, we've already, I mean, you guys didn't see, and you are in oblivion until this comes out in a couple hours from now. John Wall was traded with a first round to Houston for Russell Westbrook, which to me is absurd. And if I'm Russell Westbrook, 
I would be so happy that I'm not playing with James Harden anymore. Uh, I mean, Westbrook's a guy who wants to shoot the ball and wants to be on his own team, but without, unfortunately, the way the NBA is played, without being on a team full of other stars, you're not going to do anything. He'll get paid, but he's not going to do anything. Could Westbrook and Bradley Beal be the most complimentary backcourt? Uh, that's kind of why I like it so much for Westbrook is because Beal doesn't need the ball in his hands. Nope. He's more of a Steph Curry guy if he needs to be, and he'll go lights out shooting the ball from deep like Curry. Clay Thompson. I mean, I saw things this teams. week that they're still trying to trade Beal. So. They could. They could just unload everything, and Westbrook's basically a, a contract they can move again if they need to or hang on to it for the next – I think it's only two years, so it's – Cheaper than John Wall is what it sure. comes down to. So I'm excited. I love the NBA. College basketball is rolling now, too. North Carolina is – they were playing Texas today. I did not see the final score, so I'm not sure how that ended. But one of the Maui Invitationals or Puerto Rico, I can't remember which one it is now. But I think it's Maui. Well, I'd be surprised if they were anywhere like that right now with COVID going on. So it's probably not exactly – anyways, yeah. So college basketball is going now. Okay, you Jayhawks, baby. Yuck, dude! Really? Yeah, man. You are all over the map with your fandom, my man. Half my, most of my family's in Kansas, so okay. That one, that one's a little bit easier to understand now, I guess. But and we don't have any teams to root for here in Colorado, really, basketball-wise. For college basketball, CU's good every like decade, and DU was good when the Billups were there. But yeah, I mean, no, there's not. But I'm okay. I don't like any college in Colorado, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's tough to Kansas be a is close, man. in Colorado. You got to go outside <laughs> the state, man. So KU, it's close. It's like close. They're yeah, there. I'm lucky I don't have to do I I'm Creighton out in Nebraska, so yuck. Oh, they're wonderful. Yuck. They're ranked like 8 or 9 right now in the in the country, which is crazy. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit too right. cuz them and the Shockers have some history a little for bit. sure. Not as much these days. No, not as much these days. That's true. Anything else? Zach, you've been pretty quiet. What do you uh, – you got a Jordan run coming up or anything? I'm not telling anything about my Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want anybody else online trying to buy them at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Come on, I'm man. It. Uh, it's like when I found those Broncos feeling. tickets half price. I hey, didn't tell you anybody. You don't know when they're coming out? Don't look it up either. <laughs> <laughs> you, will you tell us which ones you're going for next? No. No. Completely silent, huh? Well, I mean, they're obviously Jordan 11s. Ah. That's it. That's all you'll give it? Yeah. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. All right. If you haven't seen them, you don't know. <laughs> but you should know. No, you should not know. If you don't know, you know now and figure it Maybe out. Maybe that's it's what I should ask the wife for for Christmas. She's been asking me. Good luck. I, I mean, a nice no, no, pair, just a nice a nice pair, pair of Jordan. kicks. Yeah. <clears throat> Ain't uh, high, buddy. You know what? We should We should actually donate and get him some. Nice kicks. Yeah. I wear a size 12. <laughs> Hook our buddy up with, with a decent-looking shoe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why you I guys mean, always, always hating on my dad's shoes? These are new. Uh, hey, no hate. You yeah, wear I mean, whatever's I, comfortable functional, for you. Functional. 30 bucks. Can we call it Shake the Pinkies? <laughs> Producer's on a deadpan this evening, ladies and gentlemen. He's He's been throwing out dad jokes and dry humor real hard this evening. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's kind of about all I've really got coming up this weekend as far as I can think of at this point in time. So I know there's far. a couple big college games, so 
those will be worth keeping an eye on, as especially as we get close to that college season starting to wrap up here in the next couple of weeks. When college. does Clemson and Notre Dame play? They already played. Don't they play Clemson again? Notre Dame. Well, the ACC championship game most likely, yeah. but that'll be in a couple weeks. So. Are they still doing championship games? Yeah, I know, I know yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah. I don't follow college sports at all. Yeah, so that'll what the big story to watch right now. If you are going to pay attention to college football even a little bit, will be if Ohio State is going to get enough games so that the the committee will vote them into the playoffs. That's going to be the big question right now because you've got teams like BYU and Cincinnati who are undefeated, but they're outside the power five, power five conferences. So if they stay undefeated and Ohio State you only gets five Cincinnati's games, Cincinnati's not getting in. It's they're not getting. It's in. going to be an interesting story because I, I I truly believe if Ohio State doesn't get to six games, they are not going to get into the playoffs because the committee will just wa- award a team who played 10, 11 games. I, I just truly believe that. And right now it's not looking good for Ohio State. Nobody will cry if Ohio State doesn't get in. But no. I mean, I'm not going to be upset. I won't be upset. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against that. Uh, I think the committee favors Ohio State every Heavily. single year. I agree. Now, 2020, you know, expect the unexpected this year, right? But the committee has shown on a consistent basis that they want well, a big-name team like an Ohio State in versus a Cincinnati, versus a UCF, somebody like that. You got to get that because they bring in the ratings, they bring in the money. So any other year, I would totally agree with you. No contest. It's happening whether you like it or not. Same as Alabama getting in with that two loss that one year. But like you said, it's 2020. And I feel like if there's every year where they finally award that extra spot, that fourth spot to one of those non-Power 5 conference teams that went undefeated, this will be the year they allow it to slip through and just kind of treat it as 2020. This team got their shot. If they fail miserably, like a lot of people think they will, it won't happen again. Right. But if they perform well, if it's a close game and they lose or they win, I think then that allows the committee to have more credence when they start looking outside the power of five. So you could be right. But to your point, even if they do let somebody in, if they blow it, if they, if they lose their first game, if it's a blowout, the committee has – you know, even more power to say we we're not going to let this happen. Absolutely, again. fully mm-hmm. agree with that, and that's I think exactly what they're going to try to do. Uh, with that also being said, I think we're only a couple years away, honestly, from seeing the Power Five go to their own complete situation, more of an NFL kind of style, um, and they get away from the mid majors in football. I truly believe, especially with the way athletes are going to start being able to use their name and likeness to their own effects, I think we're looking towards that situation a lot more so like a you're talking about like a d1 and a d1 double a or what you know what they used to have something like that and then the the bowl subdivisions will stay what they are the north dakota's states and all those Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think i think we're not far away from seeing something like that possibly happen yeah i think um they could easily solve this by what everybody has been calling for since the creation of the playoff just expand the playoff oh it should be eight teams no doubt already least eight teams at a minimum eight um and they could have kept the bowl system they could have kept that for i mean there's a lot of towns that rely on those but use those as playing games to the playoffs thank you exactly those could have been your first second third rounds however you want to do it and then use the bcs bowls as they're known now who doesn't want to see alabama in the brief obey or the beef o'brady bowl right yeah (laughs) playing their first playoff game why not yeah why not playing against a cincinnati or somebody like that who's who's the bottom seed to get in but look what I mean, I'll always go back to it. I know it was a while ago, but it's the last time a non-Power 5 really got a legit shot, I feel like. It was Boise State. 
and they ran that Statue of Liberty and the other trick play, but they won. So it doesn't matter, you know, if it's trick play or not. They won. They ran them to perfection and won. And they were winning that game for about three and a half quarters. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like the committee wants to give that opportunity again. It's just really hard when you have power five teams going undefeated too. But on the other side of that argument at the same time, I'm so sick and tired of seeing Alabama play like our sisters of the poor in week like eight. So they get like two buys during the season. Like it's stupid. Like they shouldn't be allowed to play anybody that's not a division one team anymore. You just shouldn't. They typically get a couple buys because then you throw in a Kentucky or, you know, some of these other schools that are not great football schools, but, you know, it's better than the Division two guys, but still. Yeah, I mean, the SEC is so overrated in my opinion, and granted I'm a little biased because Nebraska's not in it, but at the same time I feel like the bottom of the SEC is trash. And honestly I feel like half the time, like the Pac-12 that everybody, like, really does not like – the bottom of the Pac-12 is better than the bottom of the SEC. But because Mm. you have your Alabamas, your Georgias, and your Floridas, and your LSUs sitting at the top, the SEC always gets catapulted higher than everybody else because they are so insanely top-heavy. You could be right there. You could be right. But keep an eye on these things because we've only got two weeks for this stuff to really get situated out. So. We're going to get some real answers, and there could I'm be just some, ready for it some to be over. big mix-ups soon. Once it's over, it's draft season, baby. I know. It's going to come up quick, so keep an eye out on it, and uh, we'll see kind of how this unfolds here in the next couple of weeks. So before we get into the games, I guess we, let's talk about the games, and then we had a game today we can talk about. Well, yeah, that'll be part of this week's games. I guess it is at this as far as the NFL is concerned, right? Yeah, as far as the NFL is concerned, this was still part of this week's games. This last weekend, messed up all of our fantasy ad and waivers, and did a whole number on a lot of things, a lot of things. So that's why I'm confused how Janice got to pick up that guy this morning. You had to have if you if you had room on your roster, you could pick up anybody because the waivers still happened. But if you didn't have room and your roster played, you had to drop someone, but you had guys that played that you couldn't drop yet. Yeah, but Cootie played. Yeah. Cutie. Cootie. However you say his name. Cutie. He played. So he shouldn't have been available yet if if Sleeper changed their waivers to to I'd have to go more in detail, but I'm not the commissioner of that league, so I don't care. It seems off. It seems off, though. Doesn't it seem off? Yeah. It's a little off. Yeah, Janice, if you're listening, we saw. We're watching. They're always watching. <laughs> what do we got this? Yeah, what ha- what happened this last let's week, Let's jump Zach? into some games. Then. Well, let's are we recapping? Because there's two games from this week's slate that we already kind of went over. Which two? Oh, Texans and... Yeah, we're not talking about them. All right. We, You're we, talking we, Thanksgiving games? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. it's part of no. this week, though. I know, but because of the way we had to do the show, those games happened before we did the show, but Sunday's game, Monday and Wednesday's yeah, games let, did let's, not. Let's so. stick with Sunday, Monday. Yeah, we can leave all those teams out of it. Wednesday. All right. Well, then we got the Falcons 43 over the Oakland Raiders. Oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Six. Put it in the jar. In the jar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. You guys going to say anything? Yeah, that was a thumping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all picked the Raiders to oh, beat yeah, Atlanta. For sure. I'm for yeah, sure. very surprised. It, again, it's another one of those, and it's so weird how how much this happens. But that West Coast to East Coast swing playing the early window, 
just seems to do numbers on people. And the the Falcons got got after Derek Carr. I it mean, was he weird. was under pressure all game. They hit him a bunch. They made him fumble twice. Well, they scored like, forty in fantasy. They, I mean, they were. It was crazy. If you, I mean, there's no way I would have put money that the Falcons would have kept the game close. Maybe kept it close. I would not have put it that they steamrolled the Raiders. Because Raiders had played so well, and I thought for sure like they would get Josh Jacobs going. No, Raheem Morris got that defense tuned up, man. They were looking good. So, so is Atlanta playing like they should be playing? You th- you feel? Like? I think they're playing much better under Raheem Morris because he's changed up the defense a little bit. They're being a lot more aggressive than they were under Quinn. They're taking chances, and again, they've got nothing to lose. So why not? They've got a lot of talent on that roster. It's not like it's it's not like they're one of these bottom teams that really need the draft picks. I mean, yes, they have some holes on defense. They could use maybe some offensive line help, but honestly, they've got tons of weapons on the offensive side, and they've got some ball hawks uh, they're, and, and they're some playing guys so much better it. under Morris. I'm gonna say the only reason the Raiders did not win is because they haven't won on the road versus the Falcons since Week Three, 1997. I mean, that's absurd. How many times do they play the Raiders? Though? Doesn't matter. I mean, I'd say I mean, in that amount of time, that's probably at least five. Yeah, maybe oh, more. It's like a four-year rotation, isn't yeah. it? So that's got to be at least five times. Then right in there, you knew there I, I were mean, some things going style. on here when Matt Ryan only throws for 189 yards or 85. 85. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on, and two touchdowns, where's and they you, win. Where's your tablet? I have it outside. Like it's it? easier for the phone. It's easier. Quick giving away our trade secrets. Continue. <laughs> I know. They're thinking no. we just spout this off, right? <laughs> We're not on YouTube yet. We'll be coming soon. Mm, I don't know about that. I'll still have this right in front of me. I'm just screen for you guys. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, Real stat man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a guy who's running a plumbing company. Get that for us. <laughs> <I have> interns. <laughs> interns coming. All right, back to. <laughs> I, there's not a whole lot. No, to say just, about this game. Raiders look bad. I still think they they're a really good team. I still think the Raiders make the playoffs. <clears throat> I think. I think this loss really hurts. I don't know chances. because you got to think about the Browns now. Yeah, Browns are eight and three. Eight it's and three. true. I mean, they are on the outside looking eight and four, in. So it's right? it's no eight, eight and three. three. You're right. Eight, eight and three. three. And the Titans. It'll be uphill. And the Bills. It'll be oh, a bit Bills, of an no. uphill battle, I guess. But Miami. Miami. I well, think, they, lost I think they sneak in though. Still, I do. I think they snagged that seventh spot. They're they're in the fight for that seventh spot right now, but they. This is a game they they should have. They needed this. They should have sure. won yeah. for sure. Next. All right, we got the Bills twenty-seven over the Chargers seventeen. Well, I mean. It's kind of an interesting game. I thought this went about how it should go. The Bills, I feel like, are the better overall team as a team. Their defense played better. Def- the, Their the defense is starting to come around. Sent, for the last three weeks, they've started to play much better yes. than they yes. had. And that, I mean, Tredavious White's back from injury. That helps a lot. He's been playing well. He's kind of getting back into form. So I think he came back better. like week four, though, didn't he? Uh Five or six, but it like it seemed like it took him a couple weeks yeah, to get his legs back. He's definitely better right now. Oh. Yeah, they're starting to click at the right time on the defense. My boy, side for my sure. boy Eckler was back, looking good. Got some rushing, some receiving. I might have to eat crow eleven on him. receptions. Yeah, he's looking good, man. Uh, uh, Eckler is amazing. I thought the Chargers looked a little flat. I thought the Bills looked a little flat too. 
I mean, Allen only had 157 passing yards. If he, Yeah, I mean, Allen's really uh, – it's so crazy because one week he'll do like 300 yards and three touchdowns, and another week he'll go for 150 and a touchdown, but they still win. So. Yeah, I'm not worried about well, the stats. Because you forget his rushing touchdown. Yeah, he's not yeah. making big mistakes this year like he has in the past. Well, he threw a pick. A pick, though. Yeah. And it wasn't – it wasn't like he's fumbling and turning the ball over through the air right now. He's keeping that under control, so he doesn't necessarily need the big games when the defense is playing well and they have a solid running game. Yeah, still, I'm I'm still on the Bills bandwagon. I think they're going to be a tough team to play. I don't see how they don't win the division at this point. But so, where do they end up seeding-wise? Six. Well, they no, can't be six. They'd be, be four. They'll be third or three or four. Yeah, they'd be four is what I would see. I think they'll be three. I think they'll finish out better than the Titans. Titans are going to take that division. Who has an Ooh, easier debate. schedule? Well, probably the Bills, actually, now that I think about that. Well, they still get Miami, the Patriots, and the Jets. So that helps. They do have all three Yeah, but of I think Cam, when he threw for like 89 passing yards. 50. No, I'm saying the Patriots will be an easy win. I'm saying they get all three of those teams still, which will be easy wins. Yeah. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to be an issue anymore. I don't think the Patriots will win the division. I think you guys are right. It'll be the Bills for sure at this point. I don't even think Miami can get there anymore. Uh, And I think the Bills will be a team nobody wants to see in the playoffs for sure. I think the Chargers are doing exactly what they need to do. They're they're playing well. They're competitive. They're losing games. They're going to get that high draft pick. Which they don't need. But, again, if you can keep adding talent for the next coach. I mean, there's another team. If they get healthy next year – is arguably the most talented roster in the NFL. They're up there. They're it's up crazy. There. And, I mean, Zach and I have talked about on that defensive side what they're missing. And that's yeah, their defense, brutal. I think. James coming back next year. They still need an Bosa. They, they still need an impact linebacker in the middle. That's about the only part of their defense they're really missing. I mean, everybody's got some holes that they can kick in something extra for sure, but they're good. Oh, that's interesting. Look at that. That's crazy. Are you serious? So yeah. Joey Bosa surpassed Junior Seau for fifth most sacks by a Chargers player since 1982 when sacks became official stat. Junior Seau wasn't a major pass rusher, though. Doesn't matter. That's still – I mean, that's somebody who could get after the quarterback when given the opportunity. I know – He was more sideline to sideline, though. I get it. This this NFL is different than that NFL. I do get that. But still, that is a bit of a – what's it? He's only in year five? Four? Five. Yeah, because he just signed his contract yeah. this year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So if he can stay, he's had some injuries and some nicks as he's gone through here. But if he can stay fairly healthy, he's already got forty-seven. What, what's the NFL record like now? Like one twenty-one or something like that. What do you mean record? Overall sacks. Sacks. Two hundred. It's not two hundred, is it? Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith at two hundred. Yeah, Reggie White's at one ninety-nine. Okay, so he's got a long way to go. I was thinking it was a lot lower than no, that. No, I mean Vaughn's the highest active player at one oh like one oh six. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's a long ways off. Holy lord. Yeah, okay. he's got a long way to go, dude. That's crazy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I thought it was a lot lower than that. You know who is probably the all time leading sacker if if there was a way to go back and actually figure it out? Anyone? Can you guess? It's uh yeah, it's the guy who came up with the term sack. Um played for the Rams. Yep. Um It'll come to me. It's not Merlin Olsen. It's the other guy that played there. Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones, yeah. Dude was violent. <laughs> they they do credit him with possibly four or five seasons with 20-plus sacks. He, he created the, the slap to the side of the helmet and the ear hole and just 
watching dudes fall to the wayside and then running over the quarterback. It was a different game back then, though. It was. You can get away with a lot more stuff. He was a stuff. beast. Look, look at his fingers. Right. Yeah. All those oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just sideways. He, he also had three. Um, so the, there was four of them because they were called the Fearsome Foursome. Yep. But there was three of them that made it into the Hall of Fame, Merlin Olsen being one of them. So he had one of the best defensive lines of all time. So, I mean, literally, he just has to get by the one guy with a head slap or whatever he's got to do, and he's Well, I mean, I there. get that, but he's – I mean, he was part of the reason they were – if not the reason they were one of the best lines of all time. So, but yeah, crazy stats. Moving on. Next. Next. <laughs> so we got the Giants 19 over the Bengals 17. I mean, if Gerald Burrow doesn't go down, I feel like the Bengals would have smoked the Giants. I feel like it would have been competitive either way, but uh, with the Bengals possibly winning the game, the fact that they still were close, it's like, it was really? a competitive game. Really? I feel like the Giants – I know Daniel Jones got hurt, but I, I feel like the Giants should have really put a beating down on the Bengals. They had Brandon Allen playing, for God's sakes. Anybody remember who Brandon Allen played for last year? We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, we're good. I mean, he won a game. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. And yeah, I was at the game. So Thank did, you. So did Trevor Simeon. You know who else even won a game? That other dude that we took in the first round that nobody wants to talk about anymore. Paxton Lynch. It doesn't matter if you want if you want a game. If you win a game when I'm there, I appreciate you. So Brandon Allen, I appreciate you. Could have gotten a better draft pick. I was there with game. my son, and he, he's a Browns fan. He was talking crap. I'm glad we won. Well, I mean that proud that, father moment right there. Yeah, that, that's that's a little bit of justice. <laughs> Anytime you can put your thumb down on your children, it's a good day. <laughs> Although now I have to put up with his teams eight and three. Yeah, but, I mean, you probably can take joy in knowing they're going to do something to get bounced first round of the playoffs. Well, yeah, they have big quarterback. So. And I could talk bad about the Browns all I want. He won't listen, so it's fine. Well, at least you get to vent on this show. Got to love family support. Anything else about this game? I mean, Ingram showed up, which was pretty crazy. Well, that's the first game all year he was actually He's receiving healthy. the ball. He's healthy. I think uh, Gallman pretty much – did what he does and scored a touchdown, which is pretty crazy. Seems to be the norm this year. Um, I mean, Bengals, pretty, I mean, didn't really do a whole lot. Do we think Daniel Jones is the guy? Well, Higgins still showed up. I mean, he had yeah, a Higgins he had a, still had a decent stat I, line. I, to me, Daniel Jones turns the ball over too much for what I would want at my quarterback. Can it be corrected? Because a lot of it's fumbles, and he's trying to do a better job of getting two hands on the ball. How many different offensive coordinators has he have, though? It, I know that's also a problem. And it's never, like although fully healthy team. But he, it was funny. He actually looked better under Shermer than he does under this guy. So I agree with that, and I wish Shermer would just go from the Broncos, <laughs> and it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Not this year, my friend. Sorry. I've already heard. We'll get to it, but I've already heard people talking about how the chemistry next year with Shermer running the offense is going to be even better, and it makes me puke in my mouth. We'll get there. We're not there yet. <laughs> we saved that game for last. Yeah, I know. Next. Okay. Yeah, we're. I, I think Daniel Jones might be gone. I just – I don't like him. He just turns the ball over too much for what I would want, and I think Joe Judge – he's going to get another year, Daniel Joe Jones. Judge is, well, Joe I think Judge he needs is doing it. a great job. He'll so get, he'll he get still one hasn't more. had everyone there. I agree, and I do – I do. I don't think he needs to be gone. I should rephrase that. I think the Giants will, will move on from him if given but the if opportunity. Next year – if they get some of the same results, they'll they'll move on. If they're in the top ten the following in twenty twenty two, they're gonna move on. 
So I'm going to keep an eye on. All right, moving on. We got the Titans over the Colts, 45-26. to 26. We called this game wrong. Totally yeah, wrong. I, uh, I said the Titans. Actually, I win. said the Titans, too. Yeah. You called What's it wrong. What's going on? You called it wrong. There's a reason I said we all called it wrong. I said the Colts would win. You said the Titans would win. But you guys have the Colts winning the division. I have the Titans winning the division. So that win hurts your guys for the division where you're wrong. Well, didn't they beat if it the keeps first going time that around? way. Unfortunately, and I'm wrong for the game itself. I will admit when I'm wrong, Caleb, and the Colts just play soft when they should. You think they should be the tougher team. They're not. I don't think it was a bad pick by you guys, honestly. I, I only picked the Titans because they didn't lose anything, and I thought they could get even more of a chemistry going this year. So I thought they had a legit shot to repeat. But I liked I liked Indy going into the season just as much as you guys, I think. So Well, I think any team that has Derrick Henry is going to go. <laughs> it's gonna well, beat a lot of teams, it and feels I, like. Because he's been doing I, it by himself over time. I like what the Titans are doing. They're just giving him the ball. Well, Feed him. And yeah, they, but they, that doesn't work unless Ryan Tannehill's playing as a top five quarterback like he is. Well, I think he had three receptions I mean, he's not this game top too. Five, but he's definitely he is playing top five based he is, on uh, all. He, he's uh, he's dude he's QBR yards, touchdowns, interceptions. Like if you go look at it, he is top five overall since he took over the starting job last year. It's crazy because nobody talks about him as when you talk Ryan Tannehill, you don't go, "I want that dude on my team." That dude's amazing. But then you go look at where he's rated overall, and it's top five. I actually believe he's number four, last I checked. Well, I think he's so highly rated because he doesn't have to go out and do everything himself, right? Absolutely. Just like like what you were saying, just keep handing it off to Henry. And because of that, it takes a lot of pressure off of a guy like Ryan Tannehill, who's going to minimize his mistakes yep. in that type of situation. And really, I mean, he's been a star there. What, what a move. Well, and how many quarterbacks, though, can – can pull their own ego back enough like he has to just take the the dink and dunk and then that one shot or two shots you get in the game where you can go over the top a little bit and he's not forcing anything he's staying exactly within the offense and that's what's allowing him well, to be so successful when you have derrick henry behind you your play action game is ridiculous i agree with that and he seems like he's throwing it more over the middle to aj brown yeah yeah he's doing a lot of that but yeah. that's what i mean though he's and when davis was the last is actually time you showing saw, up when was the last time you can remember seeing him throw a ball and you're like why'd you throw that I've seen that a bunch He's from Brady very this year. Efficient. I've seen yeah, that from Breeze. Efficient. And even Aaron Rodgers threw a couple balls over the over this year that I've gone, what were you thinking? Tannehill just doesn't do that. And it's amazing the way he's been able to mature as a quarterback after he left Miami and use the talent everybody knew he had, but then stay within himself and the offense that he has, which you guys keep saying is Derrick Henry, but not going outside of that. And it's allowing them to be so proficient. When you got a weapon like Derrick Henry, though, as long as you feed him, you should, you know, win games or be very competitive. Yeah, because he's he's a top three running back right now. Oh yeah. So when you have that, just like you know what we're used to back in the '90s, where you would give a guy the ball twenty to thirty times a game, he's a workhorse, and you would use your running back as your offensive weapon. That wins football games. Agreed. So absolutely. Whether or not they can beat the Chiefs, that's another story. But they're going to be in the playoffs. They they win games. They came close last year. That playoff game got out of hand after they were up seventeen seven. It just got out of hand. The, well, the problem with the Titans when they get down, they don't have the firepower to get back up. That that's and that's not even on right. Well, Tannehill. once they go away from Henry, it's the game's over. Well, that's yeah, it's not even on Tannehill. You've got AJ Brown and and Johnny Smith. Corey Davis shows up some games. He doesn't show up others. When you don't have the elite talent on the outsides like Casey does. 
that run game only goes so far. And so I think the mistake well, Tennessee to- made was even when it was 17-7, they still could have ran the ball and kept the game close and then been able to try to go for a shootout at the end, whoever has the ball last. But for whatever reason, they felt at 17-7, all of a sudden they had to try to play catch-up, and they started going to a pass-heavy instead of a run-heavy, and they got smoked from there. Sometimes you get cute, right? Yeah. Get away you, from your You outthink yourself, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. But I think – I think, do we think both of those teams make the playoffs? Because I feel like India could be like the sixth seed. Tennessee would be like the three well, seed. Well, the Colts are, are going to be in that fight for that six seven seed. They're going to be there. I agree. But I'm saying now, like, do we think both of them get in, though? I think like, I think they're in the fight. I don't think they get in. Who though? Indy. I think I, I think okay. I put Indy as that seven seed over the Raiders right now. So who would you have at six then? Uh, well, you've got Cleveland. Um, it's going to be at five or six. So then we have Tennessee winning Tennessee's the division. Tennessee winning again. the division. Yeah. So you changed. Well, he's just kind I, of. You got to go with what's happening. Kind of laying the cards out. There's not too many weeks left. Who has a weaker schedule? I don't know. Yeah, I have to look that up. If only we'll we see. had the stats guy, right? Yeah, yeah, what's the stats guy for? Hey, stat guy. I'll, I'll look it up, stats guy. <laughs> I can only do so much, okay? Like I said, I run a plumbing company. <laughs> and you do it well, sir. You do Bravo. it well. Bravo. Oh, let's see what we got going on. Anything on the Colts? John Taylor's starting it. to get some usage finally. Yeah, He didn't even play. No, I know, but before this week, I mean, he's starting to get some usage. He was just out with the COVID. I still think Naheem Hines is. Well, he's their lead back right now for yeah. sure. I'll agree with that. But, I mean, you know. I mean, Hilton finally showed up for the first time this year. Yeah, and Pittman went almost non-existent for most of the game, which is weird. Here, Here's the Titans' schedule. Let me know what you guys think about this. Browns. That's a win. I don't know. Yeah. Browns. Jaguars. I don't. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I don't know if that is a win, and this is why. They're almost identical. The Browns almost lost to the Jags. And That's I, a win. I That's think the win. Browns' defense is actually a little better than the Titans. Are they? I do. Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't have Garrett last they week. They have Tannehill over Mayfield. That's a win for the Titans. I'm going win for Titans. Kay. Jaguars. Win. Lions. Win. Packers. Loss. It's in Green Bay. It's a night game, too. Yeah. We'll yeah. give them a loss. Yeah, a loss I'd, I'd give that one a loss. Texans. Win. It's 4-1. and one. They're winning the division. They might lose against the Texans just because it's division. They won't. You never know. Te- that's the last game of the season. Texans are Weird going shit's home. shit's been happening They're looking to year. go fishing, as Kenny says, with TNT NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Colts, we've got uh, – let's look at this. So, Colts, we got Texans. That's a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Deshaun's been playing pretty good lately. It's a win. Fuller's out. Fuller is out. And so I think Bradley Roby. Roby. Yeah. Your man Roby's out. Same Win. Shit. Raiders. Loss. Um, then the Texans again. Win. And the Steelers. Loss. I'm going to say win. Bold. Steel- Steelers will oh, have. I'm sorry. Steelers. Then Jags. So the last one's a win. But I'll say they beat the Steelers only because I think the Steelers will have everything wrapped up and they'll start resting guys. Yeah, I and they'll they... have had a loss before then already, so they won't be fighting for an undefeated season. They're going to split with the Texans. Yeah. I just feel it. They're going to split with the Texans. They're going to lose to the Steelers. And the Raiders game, they'll beat the Jags. The Raiders game is kind of that toss-up. If they lose to the Raiders, they're out of the playoffs. I mean, they go 3-2. and two. 
if they, that if that's if Titans. that's really what they do down the stretch and they lose to the Raiders, they will not make the playoffs. Yeah, because I think both of them are going to be fighting for that last spot, especially with those schedules. That's going to be a close yeah. race. Close yeah. race. It's going to be that is, fun. That'll down. be a good division to watch. I mean, Tennessee's a game up right now, though, so that does not bode well for the Colts at any point going forward. All right, moving on. So we got the Browns twenty-seven over the Jags twenty-five. I, how, how do you almost like? Look? Did you guys I mean, see the weather? Did you see the weather? I, yeah, but dude, that was you're playing Mike that Glennon. Was brutal. You're playing Mike Glennon, and they were with you the whole game. I know, but it's one of those games where almost everybody's tiptoeing around because if they don't, they're gonna fall on their ass. Like it just had that look and feel to it. It it just James Robinson went off. Miles Garrett wasn't playing. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb had mediocre games for their standards of recent. Chubb had a great game. Yeah, Chubb went 19 Nin- yeah. for 144 and a touch. I mean, that's pretty that's good That's average for him. It is. I mean, that's pretty average when he plays a game. I mean, he only had 19 touches. Give him That's more. what he does, yeah, though. Usually it's only 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. He they, underperformed they just, a little bit. I'm just saying they do what they normally do. They're, they're, it wasn't like they went off. Well, Hunt, Hunt, I mean – he didn't show up at all. I think he had 60 Especially yards. Especially for his price. I think he had like 60 yards rushing. 62. Yeah. He had a touchdown still. No. He didn't? I no. thought he scored one. No. So he didn't. Okay. No, they called him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I just – the Browns are, have the have literally like the easiest schedule in the NFL. So they're going to make the playoffs. But I just – I haven't seen them play good against good teams. They have beat the teams that they should beat, but the games have been very close. They haven't actually, like, whooped up on anybody, except for the Cowboys. They that just, was it. They just need to follow the Titans' model. Just keep handing the ball off, get the ball out of Baker's hand. And the last two weeks, they've, they've done a good job of doing that the last two weeks. Of just, yeah. yeah, just Nick hand Chubkin the ball. Nick back has been amazing for them. I mean, that's uh, – I still think he's the best back rushes. in the NFL when he's healthy. Right now, I think he is the best back in the NFL when healthy. Hmm. Or McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or McCaffrey. Is he top he's five? Never, he's never healthy. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I could put him top five. Yeah, easy. But I, I still think Cook, Cook, Henry, and McCaffrey would be over him. I just – Well, I think if Hunt wasn't there, yeah, he'd probably his be – His stat a, line that you guys just read off, more honest to God, is like sure. his average. When he plays, that's like I mean, his average He almost line. led the league in rushing last year except for Henry having and that great game at the end of the season. And he's splitting carries with Kareem Hunt. I just think he is honestly the best back in the NFL right now. I'm not saying it's like leaps and bounds above anybody, but as far as running backs go, I think he is. I I think he's slightly the best. I'd still say McCaffrey, for sure. Yeah, because he's what he can do. He's way better pass. I mean, Chubb's a pretty good pass catcher. McCaffrey's way better. McCaffrey, you can line up at multiple positions. He scores touchdowns at a crazy pace. McCaffrey's still better. I don't think anybody runs the ball better than him though. So I think he kind of makes up for what he lacks in pass catching. He kind of Again, dominates. If we're back in the nineties, Chubb's like, yeah, definitely. But well, dude, he can catch not, the ball we're not just in the 90s fine. Anymore. He's not. He's not deficient in pass. He's catching. not. They just when you have Kareem Hunt, who might be the best pass catching running back. He's McCaffrey. McCaffrey the best are definitely. They're back. definitely right up Again, there together. McCaffrey's th- overall still number one. You okay. basically have McCaffrey in Kareem Hunt and Chubb, but one player. Correct. 
even I think more because you can check him out to the slot, and yeah. he does just fine. Yeah, those two are done in four or five years. McCaffrey's going to go to the slot. Oh, he, he will do that. He play. can he prolong his career for a long time yeah. if he does that. But I think if I mean, Chubb was given the same opportunities, you would see the same. I still numbers. think Chubb's top five for sure. I just again, yeah, I, Chubb's I think a great it's, back. It's a little bit sure. of a hot take to try to say he's the best running back. In no, the, I don't in think the he's game. the best. I don't think it's a hot take. I absolutely. Yeah. I think I think there's numbers to back that up. I don't. Well, I don't think then Henry would be the number one. Because yeah. he's leading all rusher. He led the league last year. Yeah. He's leading the league this year. So Henry yards and touchdowns. I think Henry's stats. great. I, I'm not gonna. I, I think there's a, a. I think there's about five dudes in the league right now that can legitimately make an argument for best running back in the league at this time. Well, with I do. Taysom Hill under center, Kamara's completely out of this mix. They'll figure that out. But Murray is in it. <laughs> I mean, you can add Taysom Hill to the best running backs in the league. I mean, he's pretty no, good. no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll get to that. Best running we'll quarterback. Easy. Not even come on. I, I still take him over Trubisky. <laughs> Get out of here with that nonsense. Oh, no. All right, moving on. We got the Vikings over the Panthers, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Vikings still have a shot at the playoffs. They're not making I, it. I, I gotta give some. I gotta give some props to the Vikings to overcome. I mean, they gave up fourteen defensive points to back the same to back cat. to the same player, Jeremy Chen. Who I really liked in the draft. Do you know who his uncle is? Atwater. Steve Atwater is his uncle. Um, pretty good guy. Might be my favorite Bronco. That's a good thing because I was going to say Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> his last name is Chin. <laughs> I not know. Chan. It was a joke. Zach's being racist over here. That's not racist. <laughs> Wasn't that two back-to-back plays? Was it yeah. two in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back. That's crazy. First player to ever do it. That's absurd. I thought it was a typo. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it was crazy. It was crazy. And who's crazy enough that they actually started the Panthers defense in that matchup? Somebody did. You actually, know he's the first did. player since 1991. Oh. Who did it in 91? I don't know. <laughs> well, that stat's kind of empty. But it's been a, <laughs> it's been a long time since someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. I'm kidding. Justin Jefferson had another good game. Yeah, Thielen out. He he definitely showed up. Rudolph had He's a great game. He's another hit or miss guy, though. I think it's more game plan than it is hit or miss. He's he's a lot better against zone than he is man-to-man. I think Cousins is doing a good job over the last five or six weeks of, of taking what they're giving him and not trying to force well, anything and letting that run game. I mean, very similar to Tennessee. Letting that run game really do the work for him. When, Cousins has looked good. When Kyle Rudolph has, like, no catches all year, and then this game he has seven, you well, give those to Justin Jefferson. I played him. Thielen's out. Well. Thielen's out. Irv Smith's out. That's what I was hoping to see him ball out. I mean, Thielen wasn't out there. He could have been his game all day. I mean, it would be perfect for him to just go out and make a statement, which, he, I mean, he kind of did, right? But, yeah. I mean, I was really expecting, honestly, a little more out of him, but. Yeah, I mean, in in that way, I will say he's kind of hit or miss for sure. Yeah. He could have had a much bigger game. I think but for a while, you could have made the argument that he was the best rookie wide receiver in this class. I think he still probably could. I don't think over Higgins. Higgins having a better year. Well, uh, Je- but no, you put Je- Jefferson's having a better yeah, year. Jefferson's having a better you year. You put for Jefferson sure. on a team that throws the ball that much. What does he do? I think that's kind of where you H- have Higgins. To, I mean, Burrow was dropping on. back forty times a game to throw the ball. That's absurd. Sixty. Yeah. Well, I'm saying he did do 60. Yeah. He was like averaging those close to 40 dropbacks a game, which is Higgins, Higgins was coming on because Burrow was starting to use him more and more and more, yeah. but they were throwing 60 times a game. Jefferson has has the most receiving yards of any rookie wide receiver, 
and he's in the Minnesota offense, which sometimes only throws 20 times a game. And he's getting like four so. receptions a game. Yeah, but a lot of that is that one game where he had close to 200 yards. Well, C.D. Lamb there. would be for sure. Oh, yeah. No, he beat number one. C.D. Lamb would. Well, he was on pace to be number one. That's C.D. For Lamb sure. would be number one in all statistical categories for rookie wide receivers right now if Dak didn't go down. So, I would. So I would totally Burrow out. I also have C.D. Lamb. Who's leading so rookie of the last. year? <laughs> Herbert. Herbert. It's Herbert. Slam dunk. Right now, it's Herbert. Yeah. I like Herbert. He's got to Herbert continue. With, He's got to continue uh, this for the last five with, weeks. With James Robinson as the, the second right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. If Herbert yeah. if Herbert just like all of a sudden falls off the end of the season, he's got to do it five more games because James Robinson hasn't let off at all. And I don't see him letting off at all because that's their offense. He's their only offense. I, I did not expect that from Herbert. I thought Herbert was gonna be the bust of, of that quarterback class. And he's I mean, he's earned my respect. That guy's come out and he's had a great rookie year. It just keeps looking younger and younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think cutting his hair actually cut more years off of him. Yeah. This look. Yeah. What nobody realizes is he's 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 actually thirteen. <laughs> like I said, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I am really mad that we drafted two over Herbert. Still think it's way too early to call that. I, the only way the only way that'll pan out is true in my personal opinion, is if Tua isn't healthy and never gets back to one hundred percent. Tua one hundred percent. I think one hundred percent right now. He's I've, Herbert's still better than Tua. I think him, Burrow, and I like Herbert. Herbert, Tua, and Burrow are all going to be insane. I the think they're all going to be insane. AFC West is going to have two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL Tua. in a couple of years. I don't know what you saw Tua do in college that made you think he can't do Nothing. it in the pros. Nothing. I saw him hit wide open dudes all day. You were out of your mind, dude. <laughs> there was no there, he didn't have to worry about throwing to a tight window. There was no window. They were wide open all day. It's not about whether he's you're also throwing. playing no. behind an NFL offensive line that gave him time to throw the ball. Pinky, this all is day. what you need to start looking at then, because if that's all you're paying attention to, you're never going to be able to tell if a quarterback. I watched tons of Tua because I like I wasn't the running backs. He was throwing to open line. dudes. It was he was throwing to open dudes in a perfect position for those guys to catch the ball and keep running. He wasn't throwing behind them where then they fell and in college you're automatically down. When you have he six was seconds throwing, to throw the football, you can nope, do that. Nope, nope, nope. And when you're nope. throwing to Rugs and Judy, nope. Right. And Waddle and Smith. Yeah. And whoever the next guy is. I mean, all you have to is do Alabama is Alabama wide receiver university these days. I don't know. We got to talk yeah, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll get to that. LSU we'll get to that. That'll be a conversation <laughs> for sure. LSU yes. and but Clemson. I mean, his first pass in the national championship game. Well, it wasn't his first pass, but the throw he made in the national championship game to win was a dime. A dime. There are very few dudes who can make that throw that accurately. And that's why he is so good is because he's shifty in the pocket and he is insanely accurate. That's what he's known for. So it wasn't this. He's, Burrow was throwing to open dudes. Burrow was throwing to open dudes all year long. And there were still people that said if Tua was healthy, he would have gone over Burrow. Man, quite even after the season right now, he, had, he? Right? Just, he is. A little bit. That volume just bit. went up a notch. I'm not even an Alabama fan, but I think it's unfair to say that that's why Tua was. I still would take ranked. Burrow and Herbert over Tua any day. Me too. Okay, Period. that's fine. I'm just saying, long term, if Tua gets to 100% healthy, like he says he will, I think all three of them become a quarterback class that's talked about for years to come. I just that's don't think I'm he's going to have a lengthy career, man. I, hips are tricky. He's, I, he's I mean, small. Hips I mean, are tricky. I'll give you that to you. But. Every doctor that's checked him out that did the surgery. I mean, he's as almost as small as Kyler, and at least Kyler can run. I've heard Bo Jackson say Kyler's that shifty. if he had the technology now, he would have played still. 
And it oh, was basically the same injury. Yeah. So if Bo Jackson can say that, I, I don't see any reason why Tua can't come back 100%. Bo's was worse, but... Exact same injury. It was the yeah, exact same Bose injury. Bo's was worse the way that they... When they when Tua had it, they said, yes, it's a similar injury, but Bo's was actually worse from what Tua went through. Either way. I, I, I think he is that talented. And I don't think you'd have a bunch of NFL dudes saying that unless they saw the same things. Well, thankfully, we'll be able to talk about it for weeks to come. Years. Years, come. yeah. We'll have it. We'll I don't think it. Brian Flores, I don't think he he ruins their opportunity to make the playoffs because he wasn't trying to lose last year. He's definitely not trying to lose this year. No, I mean, I like Flores. They wouldn't no, put Flores, was, as, doing, Flores if, was doing the right thing. you got to see what Tua's got. I don't think it was about Because you're going to have a top 10 draft pick. I don't think it was about seeing. I, I think, think it, it was literally about, I think this guy can do this for us. And so, we're ready to throw him out there. You can't go to your locker room when you're winning and your quarterback's playing fine. We, we, Fitzmagic hadn't had any of those normal Fitzpatrick games yet. He was thrown for multiple 300 yards, touchdowns. They were winning games, and they pulled him. So they pulled him because they had to see what Tua has. Because otherwise, you can't go to the locker room and say, Tua gives us the best chance to win right now. We're already winning with the guy we have. It's the same thing with what the Giants did years ago when they were winning and they pulled Kurt Warner for Eli. We have to see what this guy has. But again... We should move on because we were talking Vikings, Panthers, and now we're <laughs> talking to uh, Not even sure how we got down that road right there. but A little bit of nonsense. A <laughs> little bit of nonsense. It is. So, anyways, anything else on – Vikings are in the hunt now. I think they're five and seven. Yeah, they're right or in there five and somewhere. That's because they're of your up, division. Up there. Yeah. yeah. That division gave a lot of people hope. <laughs> <laughs> Your division is going to cause the NFL to have a serious vote this offseason to see if uh, you're allowed to even make the playoffs just because you're a division winner. I like the Panthers for next season. I think they've, uh, They'll they've, keep been, they've been competitive. And They'll keep improving. Well, and they look once, good. Once they get McCaffrey back, oh, yeah. I guarantee they'll have at least two, three more victories. I do like Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater in, the, in, that, um, in that system, though. I mean, it's another guy. He's not going to beat you over the top too much. Teddy looks good, but he's he, going to protect the He looks the ball. good. I still, I still think there's an outside shot that PJ Walker can end up with that job. <laughs> what are you smoking? I don't think. I don't know why you guys think he's like so much worse than Teddy. Like, I don't think he's so much. They're worse almost than Teddy, the same dude. I just think I Walker's got a little bit more wiggle. I think Teddy's a guy who can win you games. I don't think he'll ever win you like playoff games or a Super Bowl. But yeah, I'm not saying like, he's a top five quarterback or anything like that. Um. But he's he's going to be a good – I mean, he's a game manager. He can run that system. He can check down. I think this year he's shown he's better than a game manager. Well, he'll be serviceable until they can actually find a true number sure. one QB, you know? You can win a Super Bowl with Teddy if you put talent around him. I don't know why you have, everybody thinks you have to go get a T-Lot to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you need to have great defense, and they're far from that. You don't need a great defense. You need a good defense and a lot of talent on the offensive side, and you can win a Super Bowl that way too. I would, defense usually I would say helps, he's like, but – a couple steps above Brad Johnson when he had that defense. I think he's way better than a Brad Johnson or a Trent Dilfer. Granted, those are all-time great defenses that they had, but I, I, I still think a couple he's, steps. Yeah, I think I think a couple steps is doing Teddy a little bit of undue service. I think he's I think he's actually a pretty damn. I think he's top fifteen. He's a smart, easy decision maker. I think he's top fifteen in the league. Top fifteen. So would you take him over line. Trubisky? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the Trubisky train. I was wrong. 
Get over it. You will never be off that Producer, train in this room. I need you to cut that sound bite. I need that so we can play that in the You future. can have it all day. I still think there's 10 teams <laughs> yeah, that would. Would you take him over Trubisky? Just keep <laughs> playing it and playing it. I know. I want to. I want. I was wrong. <laughs> but I said 10. So you're talking about the bottom 10 teams in the league. I still don't think that's that absurd of a comment. I wasn't trying to say it's he was top absurd. 10. I said there was 10 teams in the With league. With as bad as Trubisky's played, it's, it was pretty absurd. <laughs> Let's see how he finishes the year because it looks like he's going to be the starter. Let's move on. All right, we got the Patriots over the Cardinals, twenty to seventeen. <laughs> no, that was Sunday night, right? That's, yeah. that's one of the last games. We got a couple more. Patriots, Cardinals. Cardinals look not good. How did they lose? Yeah, they didn't look good. They just didn't look good. This was in Foxborough, right? Yes. Yeah. So the travel. Um, yeah. The weather. Weather. I think um, Cliff did go for it. Um, with three seconds left on a fourth and goal, and he went for it, and they didn't get it, so they got no points. I think if they're up by ten in this game, that game's almost over. I think I think paying Drake was a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know about really? that. Really? I mean, he had twenty-two carries, seventy-eight yards, and two touchdowns. I think Chase Edmonds looks just as explosive, if not more, and you could have filled a a, a bruiser like. Latavius Murray. Well, this year, this year Edmonds had, had money. To, they've got to spend some money, anyways, based on where they're at. They they don't they haven't paid anybody yet. So. Yeah, I'm just. I think they could have gone other routes to pay people instead I, of him. I think the Cardinals are like one or two pieces away from being a really good team. Agreed. I mean, okay. not having Chandler Jones out there really hurts right now. There's one of those pieces probably. If they had Chandler, but Jones, I mean, like they probably win this game. I think this year for them, they're not going to win the division. I don't feel not not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. So this year for really? me, it's not a like chance over Seattle and the Rams. Not a chance. Are you really going to win a playoff game? They've lost their. If they had won their last two games, which they should have done, then yes, they are right there. They lost their last two games, and they they shouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, I think they could still beat Seattle and the Rams, though. I think they can. Yeah, but I that think they can like, too. But I'm saying you do. But that, they're not going to win the division. You're you're right there for winning the division. Seattle's already up two games on them. I know, but Seattle hasn't looked great. No, but Seattle's got a pretty easy schedule. That's yeah, their defense is coming along a little. They're going to win. Too. Seattle's beat Philly. Their next two games, they're going to win too. I'm not saying that's not. Uh, yeah, that's Seattle probably wins, but I, I think to along. say they're, I, I think they're still in the running. Not for the division. You still got the Rams. They're 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 right there for the playoffs, and I think they Although make the playoffs. They lost to the, the Niners. Lost to the Niners, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the Cardinals make that's the playoffs. That's like their nemesis. Do all, they're not going to win. Do all three of those teams make the playoffs? Yes. Who man. Wait, you have all the what? I mean, having three the seven, of them. You have three of them. I've having the seventh team. So this you got the Cardinals, Seattle, and Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, yeah. I'll have to think about that one. You got New Orleans, New Orleans, Tampa. You got Tampa, Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. Well, Tampa's on the outside as well, looking yeah, in right now. Yeah, that is true. That's not guaranteed. They're not a division. You only got so one have, NFC East team. You'd have yeah. the Saints. You'd have the Packers. You'd have. I'm not calling the East. Just, just say somebody just from say the East. Yeah, the East. Because somebody from the East. Yeah, so that. who's the fourth team then? Because there'd be one more team from the NFC who gets in. Well, you have to call the West. I'll call Seattle the West. No, I'm saying all three. I, but I'm saying all three of them are already in. So if you're saying all three of them are in, you need four more teams. So the other three division winners. Okay. And one more. So who's that one more? That's gonna be. Because um, you're talking about the Vikings are on the outside looking. It's gotta be in. Tampa. You think you think it's them? I could see the Tampa. Vikings making it over Tampa. They still got two games to catch up and to do. I that. know. I'm just. I could see that happening. They've only got five games left, so 
Tampa's look like the most up and down team this whole season so far to me. They have been. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I see it starting to be more down as the season progresses than I do seeing it go up. It seems like the next it's, week it's though, their defense. Be, be great. I feel like though, I feel like they're not playing as good. I think it's more Tom Brady. Well, well you're just a hater. I mean, I'm not trying to hate. He, last game he did what, not look. They great. were they were on the field so much right away in that Kansas City game, which we'll get to. The the defense like. The offense gave them three and out, so they were on the field. Tom Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons are not. Well, even on the, the same game page. before though, they had no pressure. Those two are not on the same page. They're not getting the same pressure from Shaq Barrett and JPP, but we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Patriots won the game. Cam Newton looked cr- like crap. Um, Nine for eighteen. He went out and said four yards and two two interceptions. Yeah, he didn't look. He's good. not apologizing for winning. That was his comment. I mean, good for him. You won the game. You don't you don't gotta say anything, but you should. I mean, Murray wasn't and, much better. Should come out and say I played like poo poo. <laughs> it is kind of amazing that they won the game. I would have definitely been like, "There's no chance yeah. they win this game." I think you're really starting to see the genius of Bill Belichick this year. The fact that they've done anything that they've done with the guys opting on the defensive side of the ball, bringing in Cam I mean, late, it, like Cliff Kingsbury got out coached. I mean, but that's well, Bill yeah, doesn't have I mean, that's a given. Yeah, that's, that's gonna happen. But again. Bills two plays away from beating Seattle, and why am I drawing a blank on the second one? Can't fumble the ball in like the ten. Buffalo, Buffalo. So, like, I think what Bills doing this year is a little crazy. Like, he's kind of submitting himself. Although I still feel like the best thing New England could have done would have been just completely tanked and gotten high draft picks throughout the whole draft. I think Bills just thinking though, I don't need the draft picks. Next year, I'm going to have salary cap room again. <laughs> you, always, you always need draft picks in that system. Well, yeah, but he figures it out. Like, he just figures it out. He always finds a way to get more draft the, picks. The only problem they have at the moment, they don't have a quarterback that they can kind of figure it out with. No, and that'll be interesting to see how they handle that situation going forward. Because I don't – I mean, they could keep Cam for a couple more years, and Bill could just kind of bide his time until he can build back up to what he wants. But I don't think they really like Stidham anymore, and I don't think Cam's on the up by any means. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm still sad the Cardinals haven't looked great lately. So hopefully they'll they'll uh, start to go in a better direction here in the next couple games because I think they could make the playoffs. Don't think they'll beat anybody, but I think they could definitely make it. I don't think they're making it. It'll be interesting. They do have a shot to have all three of those teams in. So we'll have to see what happens there for sure. Dolphins, Jets. (laughs) Do we want to talk about this at all? Well, I wrote Fitz Magic on my iPad. I don't even think he played great, but they won. Yeah, but they won. They played the Jets. So what? It's just magic. The Broncos with Hinton could have beat the Jets. Whoa. Oh, oh. That's pretty far. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would have happened. Adam Gase would have found a way to bungle it the whole time. No. I don't think yep. so on that one. No. Would've done it it would have been magical. That would have I mean, been the team that he could have been like, one time, out of nowhere, shot from the dark like here's, a cannon, uh, and he could have won. Here's Darnold, two picks. I mean, you know. I still think he's super talented. I think Adam Gase is just awful. Yeah, just he's, he's absolutely awful. I think Darnold, if he can get out of the Jets, he needs a, I mean, he needs one a of being chance. a franchise quarterback somewhere. If he stays with the Jets another season, I think his career is over. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like Gase should stay there. Of course, no Oh, he's does. gone. He's gone. I'm surprised he's still there. I, that, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I'm surprised he is still there. It's, I don't think they've 
I don't think they let a lot of head coaches go in the middle of the season. They don't. They don't yeah. like letting somebody go and still paying them. Well, there was. They, a, they'd rather just watch the. I train think there, it was like back in the '80s when they released their last coach in the middle of the season. So you know the. Those... Well, Bill Belichick was there for one day, right? Does that count? That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, he he always said that's the best thing he ever did for his career. <laughs> you know, watching a train wreck like back in the 1800s, like people would actually do that. Like they'd sit up on the hill, watch the train wreck. Yeah, like the Johnsons family is so old school that they're still sitting up on the hill watching the train wrecks, and it's their own train, and they love it. They <laughs> I mean, absolutely love it. I, I guarantee um, they've got guys calling the agents of the coaches that they do like already, kind of getting a feeler. I mean, that's already happening. Well, Gay should never have another job in the NFL. Yeah, I don't even know how you can hire that guy as a coordinator at this point. No. I mean, no. No. <clears throat> the only thing he could do right now, if he hopes to do anything, would become a quarterback's coach and just be like, remember that one year I was good with Jay Cutler? What's funny is like, this that's guy all he has, can do at this point. He has no personality whatsoever. It's like I couldn't imagine being a player under this guy and being like, yeah, he's encouraging me to go out there and do better. If he's trying to Bill Belichick, it, it is a terrible rendition. He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. Are you guys still in the Broncos game? Not yet. We haven't gotten there. Oh. Welcome back from your nap. Jets. Jets. Jets game. Jets. Jets. Dolphins. Jets and Dolphins. Oh, okay. Like we. There was a lot to talk about. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next. We got the Niners twenty-three over the Rams twenty. Didn't see Surprise. this coming, but not shocked. Not shocked. No. Not not shocked at all. Shanahan is a great coach. He's got McVay's and their roster is so deep, yeah. and they've got some guys that came back healthy. Well, or they at least came. Well, back. Debo looked good. Debo looked Debo good. came back. What's, sure, sure. What's crazy is Nick Mullins looks just fine in this offense. Yeah, he has his up and down games. He'll look good one game, bad the next. I still think they'd rather let Garoppolo play if healthy, but I don't even know if they're they're going to keep going down that road. They say they're good with. Jimmy G going forward, but we'll see. And honestly, when he's played, they went to the Super Bowl. Like, the dude is above average. Well, they had both on the other side for the defense. The defense helped, for yeah. sure, and so did the running game. But, again, it's kind of like yeah, Tannehill. Most if you don't hurt. make a lot of mistakes, you're okay. Oh, their defense last year was on a whole other level. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. Real It'll good. be good next year, too. It'll be real when good they add another year. piece to it, right? Yeah. They'll get that defensive end, Gregory Rousseau from Miami. They'll go They'll offense first. They'll go <laughs> offense first next year. When you're an offensive genius, you don't have to draft offense in the first round. No, but they will because if their defense is healthy again, they don't necessarily have to draft it. Well, Sherman's player. getting older. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I agree. I'm not saying they won't draft defense. I'm saying first round, though, defense. they're, they're going to go offensive talent. I mean, you got a top ten pick. Why not take the top cornerback? They're going to take defense, my friend. They're going to. They did this year. They're going to take defense. That's what they do. That's we'll what see. they do. Because we'll Kyle see. Shannon's smart enough that he can throw any running back back there and they still produce. He's throwing to wide receivers that aren't they're like just quick and fast, get the ball in their hands. He's gonna be they're gonna be just fine on offense without I could I could see them snagging. Well, I like think Debo's a little bigger than people think. I, I could see them kind of bucking the norm of what the projections are seeing right now and grabbing like a Najee Harris or an ETN in the first round. But why? They're rushing the ball fine with what they got. Because I think they would love to have that one super well, explosive talent. It is nice to have something special at running back versus something good at running back. Yeah. I could agree with that. I could see him doing something like that because that gives <coughs> Shanahan loves that too. When he's got a running back that can do everything on on his offense, when you can run those wide receivers, if Ayuk is for real, Kittle comes back healthy, and Debo's healthy, you have the weapons on the outside you need. He gets a, a talented running back. 
I mean, look what he made Devontae Freeman. I mean, awesome. Crazy. So I could see them doing the, that. The zone running system works. Oh, dude. It works. Yeah. That's it, man. Their, so. their West it's a great Coast, run system. Their though. West Coast offense with that run scheme. It really is doesn't just matter who you have in there. Yeah. But it that's just, what I mean, though. If you have. I mean, the Broncos have proven that. No, but look what TD is. So when you have. TD is great. Well, yeah. And you put him in that offense, he carried When you have Super two Bowl guys that are great. Yeah, but I mean, like Orlando's Gary. They <laughs> so when they, had, when they had Atlanta's Gary, Ruben Drones, Mike Anderson, yeah, Mike Anderson, and Tatum Bell run for 1,000 yards, the system's great. But when you have guys like Clinton Portis or Tr- Terrell Davis, oh, yes. they make it look amazing. Yes. So, yes, having a really good running back would help. So, we'll see. I don't I don't disagree that they might go defense. Plus, this is possibly more defensive heavy, this draft coming up, than some years past. So, there could be some guys there for that. But there's a couple possible home run hitters in this draft that I could see them snagging, and, and that could possibly – I mean, think about it. They have one of those dudes in the Super Bowl. That could look a little bit different because it, it was be. already close. So they've already got what they say is the best tight end in the league. So that competes with Kelsey. Debo's healthy. Ayuk's healthy. I'm not saying they're anywhere close necessarily to mm, what you're going to see, but they're they're suitable they're for their, their system. Exactly. So almost like they're perfect we'll for the system. It'll be interesting. And to see. It, I I wasn't shocked that this was a a golf game where he just has that. He, he plays al- good for a couple he weeks, and he has that really those. bad game. Yeah. He always plays bad against the 49 I, I think they're wishing they hadn't paid him at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, his deal's not horrible compared, you know, since that was, you know, shortly after. Uh, He's playing better Cousins than Wentz, but it's like the same deal. So it doesn't quite look as bad as Wentz right now, but, man, he doesn't get you a Super Bowl, I don't think. They can't get off of those, though. They can't get out of those deals no, right no, now. No, 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 no. They're, they're in that for Shout sure. Shout out to Cam Aker for uh, Aker's yeah. 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 We'll see what they start doing. They're still running all three of those dudes, so who knows what's going to happen there. I still think if it's a decent old line, Cam Akers would be pretty darn good. Well, here's my thing, and I've always believed this. I think I think even a, a, a quarterback by committee, I mean a running back by committee doesn't work with only two guys. I, I always think it still doesn't really work. And here's here's the thing. The only, the only one that even came close other than this year with Hunt and Chubb this is the only one I've ever seen actually work. But it's because Hunt can step outside well, and play wide receiver too. It, it, it's a little bit different because we already have the knowledge that Hunt was one of the best running backs in the league. Right. So you've got two of the best running backs in the league on the same team. Yeah. So that's not quite exactly. What a true that's that's kind of my is. point. Exactly. That's my point. The only one that I can think of that sort of kind of worked was when Ingram was with Kamara. But I still think it was just holding back Kamara. Your your more explosive well, guy I, wasn't getting well, as many didn't touches you have the as he Smash should. Brothers? Wasn't it like Jonathan Taylor and D'Angelo Williams? Yeah, and that was pretty good running back core for a couple of years. They were pretty good together. Uh, Jonathan Stewart. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you though. But I mean, they were okay. Yeah, but there was still D'Angelo Williams was still the more explosive one. And but when you're splitting those carries, he doesn't get as many chances to be explosive. So when you have a really good running back like that, and you're not allowing him to have the majority of the touches. It should always be in those situations, in my opinion, a 70-30 split. Anything more than that, I think you're taking away I, the potential of your home runs. Well, I think the best backs in the league are the ones that are getting it three downs and are not getting pulled a whole lot. Yes. Because, again, they have once once they get in their groove except and get Chubb. going. Except for Chubb. Chubb, <laughs> they're still keeping him pretty healthy, again, which kinda, is good. Kind of part of one of the reasons I think he's the best in the league Well, right he only now. needs 15 carries to break a hundo and a touchdown. Yeah. 
it's crazy. But regardless, like, look at what Derrick Henry's done since they allowed him to be their three down back. His first couple years in the league, for whatever reason, they didn't want to allow him to touch the ball that much. But you let him touch the ball, and he's the type of dude who will get going. But once he gets going, he does not stop. Yeah, he never slows down. Just, dude, done. And part of that is because of how big he is. He just wears dudes down. The other part, though, is because that's just the type of running back he is. I honestly believe with the Broncos, Royce Freeman is that kind of guy. But when you have some other explosive home run guys, you're just he's not going to get that chance. So, again, going back to kind of my idea here, if you're not going to give those home run hitters the chances to be amazing and you're going to limit those opportunities, I think you're limiting the potential of your team. So we're still talking about Cam Akers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would. I hope the Rams are able to help you know rebuild that offensive line because they 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 are a good. Sean McVay is a good coach. That scheme's good. Yeah, they run the same scheme as the 49ers. I don't, but that but. again, like if you quit giving three running backs the same amount of touches, pick a dude and roll with it. I mean, when Henderson was rolling with, well, let me back up. When Brown rolled with it for like the first two weeks, he looked really good. Then he got hurt. Henderson comes back. He runs with it for like three or four weeks. Looks really good. And then Akers finally comes back healthy, and they finally start letting him get some touches. And the touches he does get, he looks pretty good. It's the same situation in Baltimore that we cannot figure out. And we'll get to that game here in a little bit. But they're running like four or five dudes. It's absurd. I think Cam's going to have that job. I think that he's going to move into that job by the end of the year. So there's, what, five weeks left in the season? Mm Mm-hmm. How many more weeks would you say before he is the guy? No more than two. Okay. So then he's he's the guy running with the playoff push. I think so. I, I don't want to call him Dalvin Cook 2.0, but he's like a Dalvin Cook Jr. I mean, the guys ran the, the exact same as Dalvin Cook did at Florida State. Same running styles, same build. He just has to figure it out at the pro level and that more experience that he's going to get. Um, and now that he's healthy, like you, like you pointed out, I mean, he put on a pretty good show. Put some faith in the kid, see what he could do. I I would agree. I mean, you you took him as high as you did for a reason because you obviously didn't have a lot of faith in the other two dudes. And Henderson, you took the year before fairly high. I think it was the third round. So why you're not just – I mean, if he gets hurt, you got two other dudes, right? So run him out there and let him see what he can do. Hey, one one quick thing um, before we move on from this game. One other offseason move that the 49ers are going to have to figure out is replacing their defensive coordinator. Yeah, he's getting a job. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Detroit, Detroit. He's from he's from Detroit. All right, I'll give you that. I didn't no, think of Detroit. Detroit can't go defense again. They cannot hire another defensive guy again. There's no way. As they long can as do they that. hire the right coach, it doesn't matter who they oh, co- man. hire. I think that would go over so poorly. They're not going to have a whole lot of options, my man. You take what you can get up in Detroit. Yeah, but won't he? I mean, Sala, right? He's not going to yeah. – everybody wants won't the offensive guys. Won't he have guys. a lot of options, though? No. I mean, right behind the enemy and – No. Everybody's going to want the offensive guys. They proved it the last, like, three or four coaching hires. They all want the offensive guys. The enemy's top number one, period. Yeah, I mean, that's – but think about the jobs that are open. Like, you're going to have Houston. You're going to have uh, the Jets. You're going to have – Detroit, you're gonna have Jacksonville, you're gonna have Okay. So possibly you, San Diego if, right if now. If you're an owner of a team and you're trying to pair up a quarterback 
which all those teams you you name or, or have young quarterbacks or no quarterback yet because they're going to draft them. You going to pair that quarterback with an offensive guy or a defensive coach? Depends on what the defensive head coach says about who he wants to bring in for the offense and how he wants to run that situation. I mean, if it's like a Fangio and the offensive guy basically gets full control, if you're able to bring the right offensive guy with you, no problem. No way. No to problem know, at all. No way to know that's the case, though. Well, it's a thought. I, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. I hadn't quite thought about that yet, but that could be really interesting. All right, where are we at next? We got the Chiefs over the Buccaneers, 27-24. I mean, this was pretty much done in the first quarter. Yeah, this game was not as close as that score dictates. No. Chiefs got up, and they just kind of took the pedal off the gas. and They well, they basically came out, shots Hill firing. Got up. Well, that's what they, they came out, shots firing, and went, oh, those all hit. And then they were like, well, we don't really have to show these guys anything anymore. The cheetah was loose. If... What's crazy is they had a chance in the third quarter. Mahomes hits Nicole Hardman on like a deep post, and McCole dropped the ball. If he catches it, he was hitting his head on the end zone. Like it's, he was so open, it was crazy. There yeah. wasn't anybody around him, and that that would have put Holmes, Mahomes over five hundred yards. Yeah, then he would have had a chance to challenge the record. He'll still break that at some point. He just will. <clears throat> With Tyreek Hill, he will have a chance. Because I will say this. There's some things about Tyreek. All I know is when that dude gets the ball deep, he catches it. Like, He's good at coming back for the ball yeah. and then taking off again. His 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 ability to catch the deep ball goes really underappreciated. I think his ability to catch the ball goes underappreciated because I remember, and actually it's <clears throat> funny you, you talk about this because there was a play, it was last year, two years ago? Maybe it was two years ago. He caught like a deep post, deep in kind of, but he crossed all the way back across the field just because that's how long the play developed. And when he caught it, he somehow spun in midair to then face the end zone. And as soon as he hit the ground, I swear to God, he was at 100% speed level and took off. I've never seen anything like it. Like, I think he did that last year against Houston. Was it last year? I just I remember watching that play so, and just being mind-boggling. I can't, I can't remember if it's... It had to have been not last year, but the year before. And the Chiefs were playing the Cowboys. And right before halftime, with like 10 seconds left, Mahomes throws a deep one that Hill comes back for. The defender was so scared of his speed. The defender's in a backpedal, even though Tyreek Hill's already stopped. And he catches the ball and then runs around everybody for a touchdown. He's amazing. It's not just his full out speed. It's his. I, I wish I could root for the guy absurd. more. I still remember him threatening his his fiance and and discussions of him beating his children. Um, I I still have a hard time rooting for the guy, but he is fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, if if he didn't have that, I, that I would like sure. be like this guy's the greatest ever. But I just have a hard time rooting for him. I know what you mean. You forgot to mention your Broncos bias too. No, everybody knows about my Broncos bias. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're very it's open just about implied. our orange-colored glasses. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of open. I enjoy watching – I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. And he does make sweet love with Kelsey and Hill, but it's hard to root for Hill because of his past issues. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Anything on the Bucks side? I think Bruce Arians is turning into a horrible play caller. He came out this week and said Brady's making all the play calls. Does anybody believe that based on the way that offense looks right now? No. 
<laughs> no. No. I mean, come on. When I Seriously? see when I see Brady just throw it real quick to Brown or Godwin, make his quick checks like he always did in New England, I see Brady. Every time I see him trying to throw the 40-yard bomb, which he is completely horrible at right now, I I I just like that's got to be Bruce Arians calling that. It's got to be. In the run game, the why Ronald Jones is not getting the majority of the touches, I just do not understand. And I, I understand, like, they wanted to try to throw the ball. Kansas City is a team you could throw on. But to have three straight three and outs when you've got Rojo and Leonard Fournette in the backfield and the Chiefs are really bad against the run, there's no reason for that. It's weird. Just weird. Line them up and run it right down their throat. I don't know why teams start trying to pass the ball on the Chiefs early in the game. Brady's, Run the ball Brady's down their also throat. making some some throws and some decisions that just tell me he's starting to slide. Again, never going to say he's falling off a cliff because I do I, not think I that's f- the case. I find that right now the offense is not doing what Tom Brady can do well. I agree, and I think that's then causing him to make so throws that do not look like Bruce Tom Brady. Arians is going to need to step out of his offense and get on board with the Brady offense. If that doesn't happen, Brady not just do needs anything. to pull a Manning said, Hey, I'm going to roll this bitch out of shotgun every play. But Brady, <laughs> Brady likes to run the eye a lot too. Well, I know, and but just I'm just saying he ball. needs to take control. Like Peyton did. He should. I still think the bucks make the playoffs. I still think There's they're going to do There's just too much it. talent on that team. I just think to. they'll make it. Whether or not they make noise or, or make a deep playoff run is another thing. So here's Your something I've been thinking. Look good. Here's Gronk something I've good, been baby. thinking about for a while. Let's. I think I think this is. I think it's a good time to bring it up because I think they're on the verge of possibly not making the playoffs if you they keep going this Trubisky way. You taking over Tom Brady? Check it. Anybody remember the Dream Team from the Eagles? Yep. What happened to them? Kind of the same thing that's happening to them right now. They well, they didn't have the injuries. They're all playing, well, but know, they but just I mean, they, they, they did. They make the playoffs. Well, the dream team also fell around the time that Michael Vick was having his regression. So, but it was supposed to be one of the best defenses it, ever. It was. It just they the didn't amount of talent on that team, and then they didn't do anything was absurd. And I I feel like the Bucks are on the cusp of going down that road. All right, moving on. We got the Packers over the Bears, forty-one to twenty-five. Completely not shocked that the Packers just whooped it. I mean, that's what they do. No man, no. Trubisky did not look great. Trubisky looked pretty bad. Looked pretty. Looked bad. a little better than Foles. I'm which well. Is Robinson not good. and Montgomery both had good games with I'm, Trubisky. I'm so pretty sure if you are a Chicago fan, you were praying, praying that you can get close to a top 10 pick and somehow trade your way into a couple spots up to get a quarterback. That won't happen. Not not one that's going to be worth having next year to start. Well, they need to get rid of Nagy first. <laughs> yeah, he's I gone. feel like they're going to get rid of their GM and, and Nagy. GM's already been fired, hasn't he? I think you're thinking of the Lions. No, no. Lions fired both. Both. Yeah, I know both. Right away. Both. There was somebody. Oh, Oh, no, Jags. Yeah, Jack's right. GM got fired. Okay. The coach did not. As of yet, anyways. As of yet, yeah. Well, they'll let the new GM come in and pick so, the coach if you're smart. Okay. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. Four touchdowns. 
just well, doing I, what he does. I told you guys last week that this this was a game that I was looking for the Packers to where if they if they didn't come out and establish a dominance for the feel of the game and look like they just ran over the Bears. I didn't care what the score was. I just needed to see it look like the Packers dominated. Well, they literally ran over. The yeah, belt. they they because ran over. Rushing, I mean, Jones and Williams both had 17 carries, one for 90 yards, one for 73 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. So Which was they Williams. they did what I was hoping they would do, and and I think they're still NFC Championship game, Super Bowl contender. It's that time of year. Like if you're a Packers fan, you're probably feeling pretty good. It's time to relax, right? Aaron Rodgers is just turning it on. Agreed. I mean, he's just turning it on. And they're going to start getting to play in that Green Bay weather, which, God, not many quarterbacks would thrive in that. But Favre did. Baker sure doesn't. Yeah, no. (laughs) Rodgers does, though. He thrives in that cold weather in that stadium. I think he turns it on in the the last part of the season, and he gets his name in the mix for MVP. Which his his name is in the mix right now. Well, I should say – he wins the MVP. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Well, I don't know. Mahomes. Mahomes is going to get the MVP. What is he Let's at? See. Thirty touchdowns and two picks. Mahomes I got a feeling Rodgers is going to start doing some great things, like he like he does. He's going to. Got faith in him. Unfortunately, though, Mahomes is the face of the NFL now, and he's going to have to overcome Mahomes. And I don't know if he can do that. Hey, it's Rodgers' rate over Patty premiums all day. All day. That's true. I think there's an argument to be made that <laughs> Rodgers like that. Is, <laughs> nice. is still the most talented Trying quarterback to get you in the NFL. You know? <laughs> no? Nah. I didn't catch that. I think there's a, an argument still to be made that Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he's, he's, he's in the top three. Mahomes is Mahomes, sure. Wilson, and Rodgers. Those are my top three right so now. So you put Aaron Rodgers in that offense – that Casey offense, are you going to tell me he doesn't have the same numbers Mahomes does? No, because I mean he had he's had a lot of talent around him already. Like he, that. no, he would, he would not like Patty. He yes. would, he would, he would have he would he's have had, the exact same numbers Patty Mahomes does with Tyreek no Hill, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. That doesn't matter. He runs just as well as Mahomes. No. Yes. No, Mahomes is better. No. Right. Rodgers runs just as well as Mahomes. I think that is the most well, underrated part of his not game. Now he doesn't, but back in the day he did. I think he does now still. He runs I think pretty, he just doesn't but have to. But he still had he good talent good. around him already in Green nothing, Bay. Like, well, nothing. He's never had a team like I Casey. I don't know. Donald Driver was pretty damn good. Michael Finley? Does anyone remember that? Are you kidding me right now? He had a great couple of years. See, Zach. and that's, that's the deciding factor for me in the MVP conversation. It's because he's had beat-up uh, wide receivers – his wide receivers aren't named Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, and he's still doing good things. And I think that, yeah, Patty might finish the year with better stats, but given the situation, I think what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, this is just my hunch, what he's going to do with his cast is better than what Patty's going to do with his cast because you already ag- expect it. We can agree that Rodgers probably would – you have a debate for MVP, absolutely. But to me, it's – my conspiracy theory here, Patty's going to get it because he's the face of the NFL. See, yeah, I agree with that. Even though Rodgers may deserve it more because lack of receivers and talent and Jones being hurt, I think just Patty's going to get it strictly because he's the face of the NFL. And the Chiefs defense and is Bose way better than State the Packers. Farm. <laughs> that defense the Packers have right now that Rodgers has to outscore everybody is an issue. And the Chiefs have a better defense than that right now. So Patty gets a lot more help 
than Rodgers has got right I now. I think Rodgers can still play at least another three years at this elite level. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think they're going to be – if man, I think they're starting to look at if, it now and go, we wasted a draft pick this year on Jordan Love. Oh, absolutely. That looks horrible. Call, I will give Colin Coward credit because he actually said that today when he did a little piece, and he was like, looking at that draft right now, they're idiots. He's like, I gave him the benefit of the doubt at the time, but now I can tell they're idiots because Aaron Rodgers is literally playing as almost the best that he's ever played. Not not quite at that 2010-11 year. Imagine if they he's got playing like pretty good. Jefferson, right? Or but even Higgins. You or draft added to the defensive side you, of the ball because he's looking all right on offense. Yeah, if you draft an actual linebacker or a defensive lineman that could stop the run, or a wide receiver to help him. Your first and second round. Their first round is a third-string quarterback. Their second round is a third-string running back. Neither guys they needed right now. So, their GM, Gunkrist or whatever his name is, he's got to start doing a little bit better. Evaluate. He, again, you got to plan for the future, but you, you got to make sure you're doing it at the right times. So, I agree, right? I think long-term, horrible decision because Aaron Rodgers is – I mean, if he keeps playing like this, he's going to be around for a while. But let me play devil's advocate. Short term, this thing, this this draft pick put a chip back on Aaron Rodgers' shoulder. And that's why he's balling out, I think, personally. I think he said, my days aren't done here. I'm going to go out. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to be the Aaron Rodgers, the, the you know top elite quarterback of the league up there with Patty Mahomes. And I think that that was the motivating factor. Behind I, his play this year, I, I maybe I give him a little bit of that, but I still think that second year in this system, his receivers have gotten open better than they did last year, so he's had guys that are wide open, where before they had no separation at all. So I think he's getting a lot of help from that. Why is it with you that any quarterback that plays good has wide open receivers? It's not that the quarterback's good; it's that he has wide open receivers. It does well, make it easier. It does help. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't Aaron help. Aaron Rodgers but. puts the ball in places that only his receiver can catch it. But somehow last year, the Green Bay receivers on a consistent basis had no separation and he was throwing the ball away. And still put up really good stats. He still put up good stats. This year, he's putting up even better stats because, again, he's got guys that are open. I'm not going to say you don't have to have talent around you, but like any Hall of Fame quarterback had talent around them where guys were open. Last year, he had Adams for, like, 10 games. I mean, that was it. That was it. Okay, but, like, uh, Jerry Rice. So, who were his quarterbacks again? Were they throwing to an open guy? Yes. So, is that why they were good? They were good for other reasons, but they do have the guy who's open on every play. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's I, I just think it's funny, Pinky, that that continues when we're talking about a good quarterback that may not be necessarily the guy you're high on. <laughs> Let's talk it's about Watson has... next week. We'll talk about Watson next week. Oh, you think he's going to fail? No, he's going to have a good rest of the season. He's actually playing pretty good right now. <laughs> he's not a great thrower of the football, but he's a good quarterback, right? He's a better than average quarterback, absolutely. <laughs> a better than average? Golly. <laughs> he is definitely better than Trubisky. Definitely better than Trubisky, yes. All right, let's move on. We got the Seahawks over the Eagles, 23-17. No shocker here. 
Yeah, yeah, there is. Tougher fought game than I thought. How? Yeah. How? How did Seattle? I'm. I'm. The Eagles I'm, defense played pretty good, actually. Eagles I'm defense played great. I'm, Seattle. I'm getting went off. for it on fourth down twice. I don't think Seattle is as good the ball as they over. failed and failed on their first two drives. If they get touchdowns on those first two drives, we're talking the about the Eagles a defense is middle of the road. At They're best, top 10 defense. Eagles are a pretty good defense, actually. Oh, score, in when fantasy, they're healthy, they're top 10. when Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham they're are not healthy, healthy right now. Well, they were the other night. They just unfortunately have Carson Wentz running for his life with a bad old line. I mean, I don't yeah. think when Sanders only carries the ball six times for 15 yards, there's a problem. And you barely throw to him out of the backfield. Oh, yeah, it makes and, no sense. That's poor play calling. Yeah. And you're scrambling for your life. Just dump it to Sanders. I, I think thing. for me, the last two seasons, I'm really questioning Doug Peterson. Yeah. But again, their O line is so bad that it's hard to know how much time does Wentz even have to throw the ball, like on a consistent basis. You can't plan for that. I don't want to hear it, man. We by far had the worst line, and we had Gilbert in there slinging the ball and us beating the Steelers. So whatever. No doubt. No doubt. That's why the Steelers aren't as great as their record shows. It's true. Gilbert almost laid smack down. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that in a second. We'll see. But they did not look good today. Well, we'll get there. We'll DK get there. Metcalf is amazing. So yeah, I wanted to get back to that real quick because argument to be made, he's the best receiver in the NFL right now. No, not quite. I would say top five. He's he's almost there. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can make the argument. I think I really think you he's can. leading the league in receiving yards right now, and I believe he's second or third in touchdowns. That's because DeAndre Hopkins only put up 29 yards this week. It doesn't matter. He came out and, and lit these dudes up. He did. After he they did. said they were going to shut him down. I mean, the Eagles the Eagles defense is – the secondary is not the good part of their defense. So, it's no surprise that he had a really good game. And he, he, DK well, Metcalf is, is – I would agree with you that he is arguably the best receiver in the league. So, this is well, – I'm not – I'm just saying, is there an argument to be made now? I would That's say what I'm asking. Yes. I would say in a couple of years he probably will be number one, but right now, top five. I think Slay is crazy trying to fight the dude. <laughs> Why would you well, want to fight that guy? Right? <laughs> well, have you noticed? That's like two fights DK's been in in the last couple games. Dude, dudes and are trying to one test of them him. Is DK, he just seems like a mellow dude, and these guys are coming out talking trash, pushing him around, and DK's like, dude, I'm 6'4, 250. Yeah. What? the hell are you it's doing? It's not even these six four two fifty. He he's nothing but muscle like yeah. I have oh, yeah. I, I, I'm almost worried for that guy because he doesn't have a, a healthy amount of body fat. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That was actually that, that was actually talked about coming out in the draft. Yes. That teams were worried that he had multiple injuries in college. Well, because he injuries, has right? no he has no body fat that he would continue to have multiple injuries. So I mean, dude is a beast. But yeah, I think beast. I think there there can be an argument there now where you could already have him as the number one receiver in the league. And it, it's crazy to say I know a little bit, but I think I, th I think that's how good he is. I definitely say there's an argument to be made. I still think you take Adam. I think Hopkins. he's not the. He's getting there. He's working on it. He's not the best route runner yet. I know. I know. Yeah, just chuck it up to but him. He's still, he's still body learning the route tree, getting a little bit perfect. I would, I would I would, agree with you, Caleb, that there is an argument to be made. I just think it's wild. I mean, this second year in the league. See? That's, that's friendship. I like that. Yeah, we friendship. haven't done that very often. No. <laughs> I think he's yeah, going to be. For sure. Yeah. I think he's going to be. I do think the Eagles coach was a little little wrong. Saying, oh, it's stupid. Like, 
Yeah, I was around with Megatron. You're not there yet. Schwartz is an idiot. Now, granted, nobody's lined up two dudes right across the line from him on multiple plays in a row. Not yet. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But here's the thing: but when people did that, a lot, when people did it. that to Megatron, yes, part of it is because he's so good. But I think the other part that nobody really wants to talk about for whatever reason, because they want to put him on this crazy pedestal, is there wasn't anybody else on that team that that ball was going to go to. So you could double Megatron all day and then single coverage everybody else, and you were going to be just fine because you didn't have to worry about anything. Seattle, you've got to worry about Lockett. You've got to worry about that run game. you got to worry about Russ well, throwing Carson the tight back, ends. It seemed like they were a little more complete this game. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to worry about all those other pieces. So you're, you're not going to see somebody double DK at the line when you have all these other weapons that you can't just leave one-on-one. Yeah, that, Will, that was the thing Will about Disley's just tearing it up out there. <laughs> well, that was that was. We'll need we'll need to have that conversation of who are the top wide receivers in the league. We'll need to we'll need to write. We that can get down. there. We can get there. What's next? Well, unfortunately, we got the Steelers and the Ravens. The so, Wednesday f- uh, afternoon special. So yeah, I didn't get to watch this game. I watched it I while I was Steelers working. Won. It was awesome. I did, too. It, it, it makes funny. work so much more enjoyable. It does. It? it really does. <laughs> Just put that on in the background. It's fabulous. So. NFL should be around seven days a week. It <laughs> really helps out. A little mute action. I just know it was a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah, it was way closer than it should have been. Well, really. here's the thing. I think, honestly, the Ravens' defense is starting to come around. They played better. No, they yeah, did. So, I think that They weren't even completely... Like with all their guys, yeah, I think that helps a lot. The offense was Still what you expected it backs. to be with RG three and then McSorley playing. So. Well, Justice Hill actually pretty I, good I, against the Steelers defense. I thought today. the uh, offensive game plan for the Steelers. I, I realized that they tried to do a quick passing attack to make sure Ben wasn't getting hit, and they did a pretty good job. But they literally were throwing to Deontay Johnson like four years, four yards downfield. Like you're deep, deep. Deeper stuff is what we really need from this offense. I think that shows a lack of faith in Snell, though. I mean, Connor's not in there to run. Oh, I don't think that's true, actually. I think they knew Baltimore's built on that run game, stopping that run game. It's not been as good and without so Brandon Williams and, and Clayus Campbell, which they didn't yeah. have either. Well, one of those I think that was the game because defense? when they're, they're up there in most categories. Yeah. It's just not the last bad. couple weeks they haven't looked great because they yeah. haven't had Williams or Clayus Campbell because of COVID. So I think the – Snell has been really serviceable in in past substitutions for Connor. He's gone over 100 yards with touchdowns. He just has times. a lot more quickness. So I don't I don't think it was Connor's more of a downhill. I'm going to hit you. Yeah, I don't think it was as much as Snell as it is. I could see Connor them moving on from Connor and keeping Snell. Honestly, Connor didn't look good when he was in, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I, I none of the running backs like I do like Snell. Like, I think he's very serviceable. He's a great goal line type of. Even though he doesn't really have a whole lot of size, and he might not be the most downhill runner. Um, they put him in goal line. And he, he's quick. He, he succeeds. Um, I just, I, I kind of feel like they just didn't give him a hundred percent trust this week for whatever reason. I mean, I'll agree. I, you could definitely read it that way. I read it more as it was just the game plan. That's how they wanted to go out and beat Baltimore. Um, but I could definitely see the other side of that where I you're mean, looking at like mm, we're not really trusting our run game, so we're gonna throw it. Because if he goes down, I mean, obviously Connor's coming back, right? Because he's only COVID, right? He's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Injury, but. Who do you have next? Samuels? McFarland. McFarland. McFarland got a couple touches, more touches today. I don't think they have a lot of trust in him right now, and I think more of that is just blocking. But we'll see. I mean, they've definitely got some options in that backfield. If they wanted to move on from Connor, they could definitely see what they could do. I felt like this was just another game that the Steelers, like you go into the game thinking the Steelers should just whoop that team. 
the Cowboys, the Broncos, um, the other, other keep- teams that games they've played. Now they've come out with the wins, but you want to see a team like they should have dominated. Against do you think playing on team. Wednesday had something to do with that too? I mean, rivalry game, rivalry game. Yeah, I mean, put money on a rivalry game. It was know. vanilla. It looked like they ran a pretty vanilla offense. Well, and ball, let's. I just let's think they're trying not, to get ready for next week. Now, Baltimore's really good. Still, like I, still I don't think care they're what the record but, says, and they're kind of like the Niners, where with, they're not injuries or other concerns. They they're coached well. Yeah, and they've they're got talent. But I, I still feel like Andrews the Steelers should have won this look, game. Andrews wasn't playing. Ingram wasn't playing. Dobbins wasn't playing. And Lamar Jackson, I, well, I was. I mean, that's the biggest one. With, I was kind of yeah, that's a given. But you forgot Nick Boyle. <laughs> uh, he's arguably one of the best I, blocking I just think in the league. With all those well, guys out, IR anyways, that whole offense being out, the Steelers literally could have just attacked the whole time. Yeah, I'm not. And, but we keep talking yeah. about it. The well, Steelers, they're so good. The Steelers defense. The did Steelers score. are notorious for playing down to competition and playing up to competition. So they took this as Baltimore had a lot of dudes out. They didn't get a practice for a week and a half or whatever it was, like. Something stupid crazy. So, I think they're, like, sitting there going, eh, we're all right, whatever. This is a down game. We're going to play down. I just, I just want to see that game this, where the Steelers dominate and it's not a team like the Browns. That will make right? it decide, finally, if they're going to be a contender for the Chiefs or if they're just really nice Because we, we won't see that game until the AFC Championship. I know. So. But I'm they, looking forward to that Bills game, though, in two weeks. I was just going to say, they've got the Bills in two weeks on primetime. I think it's a Sunday night game, it actually. Is, yeah. That's going to be a game. So – I, I wanted to ask, and we'll this finally question. get that test. Since the Steelers did win today, and they are currently undefeated, what do you guys think about the odds of going undefeated? No, nope. zero. You guys want to hear their schedule? I know their schedule. I I don't think they can go undefeated. Everybody else, do you want to hear their schedule? Yes. All right. Wait, wait. Before you do this, are you talking just regular season or what, all the way? What their current schedule is? No, no, no. I'm asking are you. Are you talking sixteen and zero? So no? yeah, we don't know what their playoff matchups are going to be. So. Can they finish the regular season undefeated? Okay, yes. Yes, they can finish the regular season undefeated. They Will can, they? I think they, they lose to the Bills. Yeah, I don't think. I so don't we, think got, we got Washington Monday night. Is that home or away? It is at home. Defense played pretty well. It doesn't matter. It'll be like a 20-17 to 17 game. The ben just doesn't play good at, on the road. We've got, Buff, uh, we've got the Steelers going to Buffalo. That's a loss I think on a Sunday night. Game. You think? I yeah, do. I think they lose that I game. I do. So if if they make it out of that game with a win, they will then play the Bengals. Yep, win. They will then play the Colts. Yep, I think they lose. Against the Colts? At yep. home? Because if they win all those other ones, I think they've kind of basically got the division wrapped and their seed wrapped, and they start sitting, guys. No, I think they – I don't think the Steelers they do go that. For Mike Tomlin's a yeah. Mike Tomlin's I, I think a guy. they do that this year. I, I think they have, absolutely do that. You have two young receivers to sit them and not get them in the groove. That's how I look at it. Too many of them yeah. too. So they finish the season sit? against the Browns. Also, could be a trap game because the Browns could be playing for something and they're not. That would be a tough game. Division. I, I think they lose to Indiana more so because Indiana's just a good I team. I would. I would say that they will be playing for the number one seed still because they only have a one game advantage on Kansas City. That's actually if, something you yeah. don't really think about about an undefeated team. Yeah. They literally the KC yeah. is 9 and 1. Yeah. Yeah, which or, means KC is also going to play all the way through. Yeah. So, they do have something to play for. It's a great point. They've got the division wrapped, but they're wow. looking at this year the only the number 1 gets the bye. 
I agree. That's a great point, actually. And I didn't. I forgot that only the number one gets the buy this year. That means fantasy championships are going to be a lot more competitive this year. Thankfully, yeah. that will be interesting, actually, because I, I was thinking owners. I was thinking they lose to Indy. Tiebreaker such that I will, Kansas City has the one. Then I will definitely agree with you, Caleb. The toughest game they have right now is the Bills, because if you get a great Josh Allen, which if he plays great, the Bills are really hard to beat. So just, I guess I just see them losing to Buffalo, losing to Indy. So then, they're but you don't think they already have Cleveland. an edge because Josh Allen's kind of similar to Lamar, and then he's that running. No, they they yeah. they throw I the mean, ball way better. Well, he's not that accurate though. Just a keep it bit. away from Fitzpatrick. You'll yeah, be right. dude, he does just fine. You're talking about a, a dark horse MVP. But the Steelers oh. do put pressure on you quickly, so you're not going to get to stand back there and just chuck it deep. Well, it's it's a it's a measuring stick game for both teams, honestly. It's actually let's be honest. Now I didn't realize it was Sunday night. I'm pretty excited for this game. Yeah, that might Pittsburgh be. and Buffalo are both. You could see Buffalo as an outside Super Bowl contender, possibly. And you definitely have Pittsburgh as a Super Bowl contender right now. If Buffalo wins that game, depending on how they win, that could say a lot about both teams. If Pittsburgh wins that game, I don't think anyone gets past the Chiefs. I can see it happening, especially when they went the way they went down those two games last year. If you have if you have a, a better game plan, I mean, when you're when you're Bill Bryan, City, but. when you're Bill Bryan, you should have never lost that game. And then against who was it the Wait, following week? Tennessee? What did you just say? <laughs> Did he? I thought I. I will th- say that I thought I heard you say the cards are stacked against Kansas City. Well, just because it's hard to win back to back, everyone's gunning for you more because you're a Super Bowl. That champion. is true. It hasn't been done very many times in the history of the NFL. So I do remember what I said now. Okay, and, and that's <laughs> that's partly why I don't think that the Steelers finish undefeated is because people are going to want to get that one L on their on their schedule, no matter the strength of the team, and also just the odds. I mean. it's well, and you got the Browns looking to get in. I mean, too, this is so. this. I'll, I'm going to say right now they go undefeated, regular season. Whoa! Now that is a hot take, sir. That twenty dollars bet a hot on that. Take. We do live in Colorado. We can do this legally. Whiskey bet. Whiskey bet. Yeah. Put a bottle on it. Well, you bring bottles for free. I bring bottles for free. I know. I don't know what we're betting on then. He'll, he'll spend 80 bucks on a bottle for a bet, but he doesn't want to give 20 cash. <laughs> it's the sentiment Pitch, of it Pittsburgh all. going undefeated. Uh, I put 20 on. They won't. Put a bottle of 291 on that. Screw it. 20 bucks. Handshake. Screw it. That's a DFS buy-in, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Best ball Got next it. year. I think you've got the better end of the deal, but, uh, you know, got to put your money where your mouth is. All right, so real quick on that flip side before we go to our orange-colored glasses here. Does Baltimore make the playoffs? I don't think so. <sighs> <laughs> Does Baltimore make All right, hold on, hold on. Well, right now, I think the Browns have a two-game lead on them. Yes. It's too little too late. So... Because they're in the mix with all those teams now fighting for that 6-7 spot. Doesn't Baltimore? Yeah, I, think the, I, I think the Raiders get in over them, honestly. All right, so let's let's pull this up. So I mean, currently. There was that. <laughs> they're out of it right now currently, the right? Chiefs. Yeah, they. I think they are out of it at the moment. They are 6. The Ravens are 6-5. and five. So Browns are 8-3. and three. Yeah, they might not make it this year. 
People were talking about them in the beginning of the season as an undefeated right. potential team. So here's here's their schedule. And they're going to miss the playoffs. Hold on. you, you got to hear this schedule first. It's crazy easy. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Hold easiest on. NFL, right? So on Tuesday, they play the Cowboys. W. That's a W. That's a definite <laughs> W. Bring in Gilbert. Then they play on mon- the following Monday night, they play the Browns. That's going to be a tough game for them, I think. I think that's a win. They murdered that? the Browns. Baltimore? It is they lost Cleveland. Last year. Mm. They, they did, they did last roll year. Cleveland. They rolled Cleveland them. Cleveland rolled them the first game. Browns. Browns the Brown, it, Ravens. It was, the Ravens won the second game. It wasn't. It was kind of close, but not really. So they could split it again this year. I'm going to go with win. Okay. Then they play the Jaguars. Win. Then they play the Giants. Win. Then they play the Bengals. Win. So they're they're gonna be ten and six, right? They make the playoffs. Okay. I take back my Raiders comment now. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree with Pinky here. I take back all my previous comments. About I mean, if, ja- the playoffs. If, if Lamar Jackson's playing the next crazy five games, easy schedule down the stretch, that. but what's sad is is you're having to have a conversation of whether or not they do get in. Unfortunately, I think they should not get in, based on how they've played this season. But the schedule's gonna say they're getting in. All you can do is play who's in front of you, and you. But get they can right make a time. run in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they could. They could. They're I mean, scared. They're running. They game. could be super dangerous. Completely in the healthy. They're scared. I still don't think they get past the Chiefs. Their pass game could catch fire all of a sudden out of nowhere. The Chiefs own them. Divisional round: Chiefs, Ra- Ravens. That's a fun game. Oh, it'd be great. And then we get Chiefs, Steelers. This championship game. That's a fun game. That's what we want. We it's gonna be it. interesting. We deserve we it. Twenty twenty. We deserve we it. We do. Damn right. <laughs> Unlike the, the Miami Heat, LeBron James final we got in the NBA, we deserve some. We good deserve some good football. Games. That's the best comment of well, the night. Let me go back. Actually, I apologize. The NBA playoffs were actually fire. They were pretty fun, they especially were good. Nuggets coming back twice, three one down. Well, Miami going through the Eastern Conference the way they did and beating the likes out the of Bucks anybody that's not was getting in front of them. past the yeah, first dude. round. The NBA playoffs as a whole were great. So let's hope we get a really good Super Bowl. Unlike the finals we got. Agreed. All right. Last game of the Orange night or the week. Moving on, right? So the game that's going to go down probably is the worst game in the history of the football the NFL. I don't know about the worst game in I the mean, history, when you have more interceptions than you do completions. Yeah, it's only happened like one other time or something like that. Chargers, Ryan Leaf. Still my, still my time. Real and look bad. where he is right now. Yeah, jail. No, he's not. No, he's like He got a, out on probation. He's doing, no, he's doing really good right now. I no, thought he, was, he, he went back. Oh, he did? He, he, he got a... Domestic abuse charge. Oh, so he's not analyzing anymore? Uh, not lately. Gotcha. Bummer. Sorry for him. He was on a good path, though, and I did enjoy listening to well, him. Well, I heard he really tried to turn his life around, so I do hope for the best. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be okay. Okay. Women well, make us uh, crazy. Well, so. let's move this on is, from that. This that's, has got to be one of the worst passing to. games. It was real Ever. bad. but I mean, even Hill was only 9 so, 16, super, 70 so, yards. Super, 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 super. Crazy what I want to talk started about the way he did and that he was able to even be remotely somewhat serviceable more more power to Hinton for even taking that what? on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. you know, you were taking a beating for four quarters God, hey, man, because literally the defense just and this to me, I, I know there's we all have different views of whether the game should have been played or not. My biggest issue is when you give a competitive advantage like that, you are asking for players to get hurt. Because the other team is literally just attacking you the whole game. And you have no way, because you have a four-string quarterback 
who didn't run at all in the game, and he couldn't throw. So you literally have guys just attacking the whole game, and that leads to injuries because the other team has no way to combat that. And it did lead to an injury. Philip Lindsay got a knee injury because of it. Because, again, he had like nine dudes on him the first time he touched the ball. Game plan was awful. It was. It was atrocious. But like again, what Shermer called, I think, you, could have been a you thousand had, times. You had no less than 24 time. hours, yeah. though. I get it. I get it. But you could have been so much more creative with so, some of those play calls. Shermer's not a very creative play caller to begin with. But then to say, I need a 1950s offense in 24 hours to play a football game, it's just not going to happen, man. You could have done within your own offense. You have natural slants and screens built There's, in that you could have said, Read it here on this plate. Read it here on this plate. If it's not there, just throw it away. There are so many things you could have done to set that up differently, and you didn't do any of it. There, a third-string quarterback, I can absolutely say you could bring in and do some of that and be like at least try. This kid is like available? barely. Yeah, Danucci would have been better than this kid, right? And that's that's horrible. That's really horrible. So again, to me, it was more of a safety issue. We took the L. Again, that's fine as a Broncos fan. We want to lose games right now. We do. It still hurts to lose them. It does. I watch and I'm like, I want to lose. But if we're losing, I still, I'm still, i still yelling at the TV. But um, when I watched this game, my overall thought was if the Saints have to roll with Taysom Hill in the playoffs, they are getting rolled. Kamara is worthless with Hill. Hey, real quick, Pinky. You mentioned a 1950s offense. Do you realize that was the last time somebody played an entire game without throwing the ball once? <laughs> did you know that? I did not know that, but that's a great point. Browns against the Eagles, and you know what's funny is the Browns won that game. <laughs> Just letting you know. My thought was the Broncos. It was against the Eagles. It was against. The Eagles. <laughs> well, it's because the coach was talking crap because they were like, "Oh, you, the only way you're beating us is if you throw the ball." So he made it a point that they only ran it that entire game and still beat them. But I thought it would have been awesome if they went throwback in 1950s and did not throw a single pass instead. But I It probably would have helped. It wouldn't have changed anything, but at least it would have been nice, you know. It might have helped. They, the Saints did score two touchdowns on short fields so because of turnovers. I think the Saints looked flat, but I think it's because they knew they didn't have to really play. So they had, they had no pr- – didn't, it didn't really matter. They shut it down. Although, like, their oh, defensive line – they knew they line, were rolling. Their defensive line and their linebackers were attacking the whole game. The, the corners were like, we don't need to do anything. It, 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 like you always hear people be like, the well, this college team could have built that, beat that professional team, and I've never thought that was true until that situation. Because honestly, if a college well, team who's really Alabama good, rolls. come on, come on, if I'm honestly saying this. That dude, Broncos defense against a college offense right now, it would make the game a lot closer. But the college team would actually have a chance because their defense could just pin their ears back and run, just go after everybody, like you're saying. And if a really, really good college team could do that. I think they would actually have a shot at possibly beating the professional. That might have been the only chance. That that's what I'm saying. Happened. I think this is Maybe. the only time that that's ever been even remotely close to being true, and that's how crazy this was that the NFL allowed the game to be played. And Roger Goodell's excuse they didn't today. Just do, why didn't they just do Monday night? His they Roger could have pushed it to Monday or Tuesday night. Wait to see if those tests come back positive or negative. You still would have either had the same situation or a better situation. So Roger Goodell's excuse today was so poor. It was lame. Was he reading from a script? Yeah. Or just, it it looks like there was a teleprompter yeah. right in front of him for sure. My biggest issue with the whole thing is that Cam Newton and Stefan Gilmore were COVID positive. They canceled the game for a whole week for two players. But let's be honest. Two. 
I think this goes deeper than just this season. How, These situa- how many I think players- the NFL is really punishing the Broncos for the ownership situation, and that's kind of their way of just sticking their thumb up at the Broncos and being like, you know what? You guys aren't figuring your shit out. We're not doing you any favors. So out of out of how many players did the Broncos have COVID this week before the game? Two. Two. Exactly right. Two. And the NFL had the video of the quarterbacks in their quarterback room in this special meeting for 30 hours before they called and told the Broncos, none of your quarterbacks get to play. It takes you 30 hours to watch an hour meeting and decide whether these quarterbacks get to play or not. Are you kidding me? Well, I think that's enough said about that. So my my only point from this game, because it was a travesty that it was played, it was a mockery of the game. Taysom Hill looked like garbage. Garbage. Why don't they start Winston? I feel like – so my thing is Sean right Payne's now – trying to outsmart everybody. No, so my thing right I'm now – sure I said that right Win- when Taysom Winston needs reps, though. If you're if you're going to put Winston in and rely on him for the playoff push, you need reps. Drew Brees' injuries are severe enough that we have no idea when he comes back, if he gets hit again – some guy lands on him, that those injuries don't happen again, and then you're going to tell me you're going to put Taysom Hill in in a playoff game? Are you kidding me? Well, his injuries, you're going to need – I've broken my ribs, and he's got multiple broken ribs in the collapsed lung. You're going to need a solid eight to nine weeks for those to heal all the way. So he will probably play with a flap jacket first round of the playoffs. Drew Brees is going to play. He'll, he'll, doesn't he already play with a flap jacket? They most of them do. Most of the I think the only the reason he got ones. hurt is because you know he's what two fifteen maybe, maybe, maybe. And the dude that landed he, on him is is two ninety five. He's had a couple years. We'll say two twenty. Okay, two twenty. Well, the dude that landed on him was ginormous and just came straight down on him. So that happens to anybody. Your ribs are going to be compressed to a point where it's not going to be good for you, especially when you're what is he forty one? He's pretty old. So they just need to put Winston in. I agree. Agreed. I think. I think. Yeah, that that needs to be the way to go. I feel like if I'm a I'm a guy on that team, I'm like, Coach, Winston gives us the best chance to win. Who do they play next? Atlanta. And so again, I put in Winston. See what he got. Atlanta's playing pretty good. I would not. I would not kick. You know, I wouldn't say they wouldn't have a chance. So we all agree. We found someone better than or worse than Trubisky. <laughs> you mean a quarterback? That doesn't count. <laughs> I probably take. I would. I I'd probably take Trubisky over Taysom Hill. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, we still need nine more. We still need nine more. We have not gotten that answer from Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. But is he a true starting quarterback? No. These were ten. He would take him over ten starting, starting quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So that's where the issue comes in. I would take Trubisky over Tua. Oh, I like it. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> but again, he's not starting right now. So uh, let's see. We got Saints at Falcons, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. Not a cakewalk, yeah, but that's not easy. I think they. I mean, I think they beat the Falcons. No. No, I'm going to call a loss for the Falcons. I think the Falcons win this game. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have a better shot if they put Winston in. I can see that. I think they they beat the Eagles, even with Taysom Hill. 
Uh, they will get rolled by the Chiefs. The Vikings game will be I I'd probably give them an L there too if they were playing Taysom Hill against the Vikings. Yeah. And the Panthers I would say it's it's a pretty pretty good toss up. No. All right. Well, let's uh we'll move into a little bit of DFS here and see if we can help you guys. Last week we did not help you guys win any money. But uh we'll not try about we'll try again this week. Lost quite a bit. Yeah. It, it was down week for us, but we're still up overall. That stay positive. Let's stay positive. Nobody's jumping off cliffs or bridges yet. We're starting to cut it close. We're still up. Stick with <laughs> us. All right, so I'm going to be leading in the DFS with uh, quarterbacks this week. So as much as I've been giving Caleb shit for Trubisky, I actually kind of like him against Detroit this week. <laughs> That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> if it works I, out for him. It's just, Hot damn. It's just his value. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> in DFS, he almost did at 5,400. You know, if you got that down to 3,500, I might buy a piece of that. But <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's yes. Is so available. What's funny though is Zach is yes. actually right. It's a great matchup, and I. I, against Detroit, against man. Detroit, it's a he good has to matchup. Get, what, Sixteen, basically seventeen. Well, and he and scored he twenty-two against yeah, exactly. Green Bay, so. Detroit, runs Detroit's the ball a little bit. He could run one in very easily. He does. At least he gets I, the ball downfield. I just can't trust Trubisky at all. Well, so there's that. I took this is that one Fitz game. Magic at six thousand. Who's he playing? He is playing he the not, Bengals. Yeah, he may or may not play. Who knows? Now again, today that's a good idea. You have to watch because if Tua's actually if his thumb is healthy, Tua's probably going to get the start. So keep an eye on it. All right. So then the next, I have uh, Chris Carson going against the Giants at 6,300. That's a good play. I like that. Yeah, Chris Carson. He catches the ball now, too. Yeah. I like that, especially if he's healthy and he's back all the way. He he always gets touches. Let's hope so because there's no way I can fit Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook in this lineup. Those guys are really high this week, yeah. really high. So then I got Naheem Hines again against Houston. At fifty three hundred, that's Naheem Himes or Jonathan Taylor are both guys I think you could put in your lineup. I just think he catches the ball better out of the backfield. He absolutely does, absolutely. I'll tell you this though, I think Jonathan Taylor is actually going to have a bigger part of this particular game because they seem to struggle more against running backs on the ground as opposed to the passing. So that's why I'd probably go more toward Taylor, especially when it's only a difference of what two hundred, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. two hundred. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to have to sling the ball around a little more against Houston, especially with the – I don't think they will. I mean, everybody runs on Houston. Yeah. They like to hand the ball off to Naheem Hines too, so I don't think it's a bad play. It's not a, it's not had, a bad play. He had, what, six carries, seven carries, something yeah, like that for yeah. 22 yards, so that does not – I just think that uh, Jonathan Taylor might get a chance to pound the rock in this one. I think so. That's my two cents. Well, I did it to save money so I can get Jefferson against Jacksonville. Justin Jeff Justin Jefferson against Jacksonville is a great pick. I have him in my lineup as well. Is, that's because they play zone, right? Strictly. <laughs> All zone. 4-3 zone. Did you look this up just to be on the safe side? Yeah, I did. I made the producer oh, do it. Oh, they did. Oh, we did some research. Taken care of. They're real high that Jefferson does great against the zone, not against man. Lock it in. Lock it. Lock it in. 
lo- we're locking it in these. That's days the only now, one I feel gentlemen. safe about. <laughs> we are locking things in. So then I got Robert Woods against Arizona at fifty nine hundred. Also in my lineup as well. I think that's a great play. Yeah. Okay. Then I have uh, Tanyan at thirty seven against Philly. Also in my lineup for tight end. We must think alike, Zach. Mm-hmm. And then in the flex, I actually have Nick Chubb at seventy seven hundred. Who are they playing? They are playing Tennessee. He's going to run wild, I have a feeling. I I don't know, man. I, I, you know what I think is going to end up happening? I think Chubb's going to put up like 130 yards, and I have a villain Kareem Hunt's going to have all the touchdowns. That's the only reason why I'm going to be pissed off about it. So. Well, I hate your feeling, <laughs> so keep it to yourself. So I went a different direction in my flex, and I feel like I'm taking a little bit of a gamble here. I took Alvin Kamara. Oh, uh, why? I just felt like he's had two down games. I he's feel like they're going to get him the ball. He's Hill, though. He is. I think that's just two down games. I like it, Pinky. I don't think there's they're playing. The, they're playing the Falcons. Wait, what was his price? Seven, which is a, a lower price than normal. For, I, I don't for think he's reason. scoring 21, yeah. yeah. I mean, Taysom Hill just takes off and never throws the ball to him. I think I think his ceiling for that game is 15 points, <laughs> seriously, D- because that, that offense doesn't look good, and the way that – Falcons defense has been playing. I, that's the that to me is the biggest detractor about putting Kamara in. Now, if they come out and they be like, "Hey, let's start Jameis Winston," I'd be like Kamara all day. But because Taysom Hill, I think is overrated trash. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do. He's it. he's not great. I agree. No. And I, I I just saw Kamara. I could change it, but he's in my flex at the moment. Gotcha. What so, about defenses? So I like the Raiders over the Jets for the defense. Chargers all day against Cam Newton. <laughs> all day. That's probably not a bad idea. That's actually a great little sneaky play, I think. But I also really like Zach's move over there. Too. Well, I, I, got, I, I like 2600 for the Chargers. Chargers at 2600 is a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah That's I mean, a steal. Because well, the Raiders were 34, I believe. Cam Newton put up, what, like three points last week in DFS? Was it something? No, it was he, horrible. He, he had a rushing touchdown, super I believe. Bad. No. No. No, because that guy who won the 100K had Cam Newton, and I, I think it was actually – it might have even been .6 points. It was something really, really sad. I, I don't know if he had a – I know he had two picks. I don't think he had – he might have had a he rushing touchdown. He had 84 touchdown. yards for two interceptions, and then he had nine carries for 46 yards. Right. So, no, yeah, he no might have had like four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that guy won 100K with that because he had Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry. <laughs> Seriously, literally, that's it. He won with Cam Newton as his quarterback. Just nice. imagine the person who. I only had half of that duo last week. I did have Derrick Henry last week. Right. Yeah, I, I actually kind of really like the Chargers play. I really have. like the Chargers play. Yeah, well, I'm looking at that, that I do too. Good. Yeah. Now I went a little bit cheap on wide receiver with Kiki Kuti against the Colts at 3,500 with Will Fuller out. I feel like that's everybody's hot play this week, and I think it's just not going to work out. At thirty five hundred, I felt like that was a good price. Yeah, I mean that guy catches for one a, touchdown. For a I mean. two, he's the second wide receiver right now in that offense. Yeah, behind Cooks, I feel like that's a good play. And I think he's going to have to throw that. At ball, that so. price, you'll get and, you'll get your value back. And for then sure. my my two running backs this week are James Robinson against Minnesota, and Austin Eckler against the Patriots. I, I really like the James Robinson play. Eckler worries me a little bit only because the Patriots have not got blown out this year, and Bill Belichick's known to take away your best thing. So he could easily take away Eckler in that that run-slash-quick-pass game and force Herbert to do more downfield. 
I don't hate Eckler. It just it, it worries me a little bit because of the matchup. I'm not as worried uh, because I think you're you're right. Belichick is going to target the thing that's the most dangerous, and it's clearly been Herbert. Uh, and Herbert and Keenan Allen, the way they've been connected. Yeah, they're like Allen's getting eight yeah. to ten catches a game right now. So well, it's like Stephon Gilmore is definitely going to cover Allen. That's why I kind of like Mike Williams. Right, I think that makes sense. I kinda, but still, they have McCordy, actually the brothers. So I just I, I feel like he's going to force. I mean, look what the Cardinals did last week. Not let that Nothing. run game and Eckler do it. I think that's what he's going to do. That's just that's my personal feeling. So while I don't hate Eckler, I think I think he'll still get touches and stuff. Just not sure if he'll have a big enough game to make that value back for you. That's that's the only concern I might have. And it's literally because I think he's the one Belichick will key in on. Well, New England takes away what you're great at. And I think they're going to either take away Keenan Allen or Eckler. So that plays kind of risky to me. But, but even then, you still have Stephon Gilmore on Allen. Yeah, I was going to say, but if you if you look at it that way, you take away Eckler, right, and Allen, then it really opens up Mike Williams. And so that's you, what I, I like for that is a lot stronger. You know, I yeah, like that, Mike that's Williams. That's why I like that play, too. Exactly. I think that could be – plus, he's known for those home run balls downfield, um, and he's been a little bit better route running here of late, especially with Herbert trying to get him the ball a little bit more, kind of forcing it towards him. Well, I feel pretty good about that, yeah. that What's that value? It's 48. That's, so I'm tweaking my lineup a little bit after hmm. – I like sure. Chargers Interesting. defense. Interesting. Yeah. How much is Eckler again? Uh, 71. Uh, yeah, it's a little on the high side. So I'm missing. You're looking for 22 back if we're looking at that triple again. Well, I'm missing $100 from Mike Williams this week. But I tweaked my lineup. and Did I had, you go the defense there with Chargers? Yes. Okay. I changed, so I took the Chargers defense, and then I took Chubb out and put Derrick Henry in. Oof. That could be good. Uh, wait, is this the lineup with Trubisky? Yes. I think you should start by fixing that problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I'm getting Henry, though. But, <laughs> I think Trubisky in. will get you your, your points back, though. He might not have a great statistical game by NFL standards, but he'll I mean, get enough points If he in gets 17 for me, I'm happy. I'd still, I'd still play Mike Glenn <laughs> over Trubisky. <laughs> oh, God, no way. Oh, for sure. Did you not see his numbers the last time he started? Oh, he no, actually, not put, happening. He, up, he actually put up a good number. If you did. took well, Mike Glennon played, last week, I actually, bet you had pretty good. I, did, I, I think Glennon is DFS. more than Trubisky on here. Is he? Yeah, I think so. That's how bad Trubisky is. When that guy who hasn't started a game in, what, four years comes straight out of the bat. Yeah, well, okay. Actually, I take that back. Shark's out, though, isn't he, this week? He is. Yeah, but. Um, he was out last week, too. Actually, Glennon is 48. Junior? Yeah. He's in, though. Lennon's 48? 48. Now, that's bargain bin. All right, I'll take that. That's Walmart DVD right there. Let's snag that. That's that two for one. I'm telling you, that's what I'm doing. I'm going, yeah. And who's he playing? Minnesota. Lennon's playing Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Trubisky's playing Detroit. Who doesn't have a I feel like, for for some reason, I feel like that's a terrible trap game. I'm going Trubisky. I like the Trubisky play personally. Of course you do. Excuse me. But, but if you like, like Chubb in, what would that leave you instead of going Derrick Henry? Oh. We're back to Chubb now. Don't play Trubisky. Play do, Trubisky. Do what you want with your hey. lineup. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. No risk. Someone no biscuit, last baby. Week Cam Newton. You just said that. Okay. Okay. Had nothing to do with Cam Newton. All right, that guy could have put nobody there. All right, he could he, he could have played what's his name from the Broncos and he would have still won that game. All right, that doesn't even matter. All right, let's wrap it up. This is just a depressing week. Yeah, so do what you want with your lineup. Obviously, we do what I want. 
<laughs> as always, as always, we're not here to tell you to do anything. We're just here to try to coax you in certain directions and help you win some money. But I think there are some interesting matchups, to say the least, this week that you you take a little bit of a risk and you could get some big rewards. Or you could walk home with no clothes on. This is all I got to say. Is every time I play Henry, he gets like seven. Every time I don't play Henry, which is a lot. He gets like 50. Up, he gets like 50. 46. So you're going chump. I don't and know. And on that note. So I'm going to play Henry then. <laughs> yeah, okay. Everybody play Henry. It doesn't matter who he plays against. He's looking pretty good, guys. He is. He no is. matter who he plays. All right. Well, we got some uh, DFS advice going down. Some lineups we'll, that have we'll, some uh, potential. We'll finish up with a really quick question of our guest, Bill, who is also a Broncos fan. Okay. Why are you a Broncos fan, Bill? Born and raised here, man. I mean, Colorado bred. Um, growing up in the Elway era, you know, greatness in uh, in Colorado. Bleed the orange and blue. Why not? It's the best state in the union. We can't fault you there. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So are you all Colorado team fans, Every college, professional, everything, or do you stray <laughs> outside of some of that? Yeah, definitely outside, outside. So when I was a kid, I kind of uh, clinged on to Florida State football. Um, still hold on to that okay. since 93. Okay. Um, so still, you know. So he's like notice, me. Notice the Cam Akers comments from earlier. I, I took so. Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he took Florida State, and neither one of us went to that college or have any ties to that college. Yeah. My Huskers had fun beating both of you back in the day. It was great. National championships. Love it. We suck now. Yeah, you guys still have a football team now or what? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good right now. When was the last time you guys were ranked? It's been a minute. Yeah, well, Florida State's in the dumps, Okay, so Florida Florida State. We'll get back back there. Went to school at Wichita State, so Wichita State basketball, baseball. Okay, 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 so that would be fun. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Rockies baseball. Dad was a CU guy, so a little bit of love for CU, but. I mean, they're they're hometown. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's the hometown. It's the grew up. Yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. Their jerseys are great, black and gold. Yeah. Beautiful. Even when they mix in the silver helmet, for some reason, that's that's nice. It's a good look. Yuck. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Nuggets? You nuggets? Nuggets. Guy? Yeah. Nuggets, All right. definitely. All right. Avs. All right. Nice. Nice. Bas- basketball and, and hockey, I usually don't really get into until the playoffs, though. Okay. Until right before the playoffs. And then if the Avs and Nuggets are in, I give a little more. Um, but right. yeah, that's that's the that's the best time of year. Those are good times of year. I love I love basketball playoffs. And hockey playoffs, but baseball a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think it's fun that we've got. It's weird that the Broncos are as down as they are, but the Nugs and the Avs are. Broncos are third place right now. Yeah, Broncos are third place in the in the state right now, behind the Avs and the Nugs. Yeah, but it's always going to be a Broncos. Yeah, it's always going to be Broncos. Well, it's because football is the number one sport in America. Well, and the Broncos have been good for. A very long time. Right. Those other two. Well, the Avs probably are ahead of the Nuggets, to be honest, because they've got Stanley Cups. We're, we're very behind the sell the Broncos uh, argument. Are you are you behind that, Bill? Yeah, let's get it. Let's let's move on. So we sell and everything cleans house, right? Elway's gone, coaching staff, which is clean house. Let the new owner do everything. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think so. I don't think the they... enemy bring in the enemy. <laughs> bring him back. Why not? Yeah, I, yeah bring yeah. him back to the state. Yeah, let's see it. And 
yeah, I, I don't think that they're really going to make um, any decisive moves with so much division within that group. I mean, you just got to you got to do something. The NFL will have to start stepping in. I heard today that they there's been talk that they'll start fining fining teams ten million dollars million ten million dollars and two million per owner. Yes, if if the ownership does not have a financial stake in the team, and right now because it's the trust, there is not a financial stake in the team by the ownership group. It's clearly a move against the Broncos. I mean. But it should be because, one, they're not putting a good product out, so that doesn't look good on the NFL. And, two, this was supposed to have been figured out by now. And it Years seems like ago. the trust has found enough loopholes to just continue to run it as if they're the ownership. And that's what's starting to be a bad look. Well, I mean, they, they had two candidates to work on, Beth and Brittany. They don't like Beth for whatever their reasons are. They, they favor Brittany. That's what's caused the problem. Unfortunately, you split the house between Beth and Brittany – so now no one's willing to back one or the other, which is leading the like the team. The, the NFL is just like, okay, we've been dealing with this for a while now. You haven't named Brittany the official owner. You've got enough people debating if she should be the owner or not. We've got to do something to get this, you know, get this done. And Beth Bolin, who again, who's not the person that's that's been picked to be the owner, Brittany is. Beth Bowen put out a statement today to the media that sounds like they're trying to sell the team. Yeah, it sounds like she's already sold. Well, again, she's from Pat's first wife, who doesn't like second wife. Right. There's a whole family feud that's it's a, just it's, absurd. It's a family thing that basically is going against what Pat wanted, which is sad. It is sad. But I would the webs we weave. The I would prefer the team to be uh, under the Bolins, but. They can't get along. We need to get an owner. Bezos. Bezos from uh, Amazon. Yeah, buddy. Bring that money in here, baby. Let's go. We could do anything we wanted. <laughs> he would put a new stadium up, North Denver, like that. Yeah. We'd have a dome. Be awesome. <laughs> and with that being said, we'll leave on a high note. Well, don't everybody jump in at once well, on that high so, note. So I do, I, I do want to say, because of the uh, whiskey that we're drinking, I did hear yes. that there were uh, people in Ireland who tend to uh, chime in on this at least once or, or twice. So slaunch it to my people over there. Yeah, we got See some uh, J-Mo in J-Mo, the house. Mr. Jameson himself. I got, I got to throw a shout out. I hadn't had this before. We got uh, the Jameson Castmates IPA edition. And, and it is fa- and stout. They are delicious. And it is smooth. It is fantastic. I really enjoyed these whiskeys tonight. I am glad that I still have half a bottle to take home. It's it's very good stuff. I JMO does a very nice product and these casts are, are really good. And then we've got a little bit of bird dog, blackberry we're sipping on over here too. So we kind of just keep mixing it up and bringing back some others and trying some new ones and we probably should have mentioned this a lot sooner, but we kind of jumped into it and we're already drinking. So, you know, sometimes we just kind of let things slide and we apologize. But we do love our whiskeys. We do love our JMO. It's always a good Jameson is a um, – I think they pay Bill for how much he buys of Jameson. So he's got stock in that company. Well, I, Bill I, and our I, former I, guest Chase, we get along really well then because Chase loves some JMO himself. 
I can't legally say that over broadcast. If they do or not, I can't confirm or deny. Um, no, but uh, yeah, big big JMO fan. Good good products. Good consistent stuff. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good price point too. To be honest yeah. with you, considering and you uh, you hit the factory in Ireland, didn't you? I did. Yeah, that was a great tour. Um, so the so when I went to Ireland, the Bow Street factory was actually being demolished because they were putting in a new one. Um, that's where they originally started in Dublin on Bow Street. And so because we couldn't go to that one, I did get a I did get a rock um, from the demolition. I did take a rock home with nice. me uh, from the building. So because it was old concrete, you know, so I just grabbed it a little bit. But uh, on our way around Ireland, uh, we went down to Cork and that's where their current and I guess middle, the, the second one uh, was at. So they do a tour around the second one. They, w they don't let you in the new one. It's all like state of the arts, high tech. They don't let you see like anything about what they do nowadays. But it was cool going around the old one that was built in the 1800s. Lots of cool history there. Um, fun experience. Ireland as a whole. I really want to get to Ireland. Yeah, one day we, we plan. That's to get on the checklist. Definitely. Yeah, I would definitely. definitely recommend it. Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, for for getting me on here. It was a fun time. Um, glad, glad that you I can make it. Appreciate glad, you coming. Glad that I set expectations that the bar is low. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was just your warm up. Cheers, launches yeah, as they say. Yep. Everybody, on that high note, now we hope you have a wonderful week. We will. Uh, be on time as much as possible going forward but you know world's getting a little crazy so we'll see how things play out but appreciate you listening if you got any uh questions concerns thoughts comments whatever it may be remember we're always out there on facebook we're trying to learn the gram stay with us we are on the gram we are on the twitter we're, we're hit building. us up we're building so hit us up let us know Guys, have a great week. We're out. I can show you where my heart's at. Sit on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave.